episode five. Broadcasting live from Club Talk Studios in downtown Manhattan. We have here presenting to you Sean and Asael, starring in Pleb Talk episode five. Now live. Hope you enjoy. If you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Sit down. Grab your favorite drink cocktail if you're over 21. Uh, if not, favorite Capri Sun flavor or Gatorade. Uh, cross your legs, put a pillow behind your head, and uh, think about what we're saying. And uh, let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Uh, if you're tuning in uh, once again, then um, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, today, I am wearing a Sweden, I have no idea what year it is, maybe 16 to 17, something like that. Um, jersey, home, and uh, no name. And I really like this one because you don't really see too many Sweden jerseys. <laughs> Uh, around no you don't no you don't unless it's ibrahimovic exactly yeah yeah all right if you're new to the podcast we like to start off with a beer and what we're drinking today is a real ale brewing company called real heavy it's a scotch ale never had it before 9.3 percent it's a heavy hitter i'm pretty sure it's gonna live up to its name 9.3 yeah I just when I thought I'd be like, okay, we've already done a lot of like over six percent. So we should, you know, stick to like you know fours and fives. Yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah, you keep on going. Hi, this is actually the same company from the last episode. Yeah, correct? yeah, I saw this one yeah. and the name got me real heavy. Yeah, uh, and it's if you aren't watching it, it's uh how big is this or it's twenty two ounces. Twenty two ounces, so ounces. almost like two beers. Bas- or... Basically, I think that's uh, that's an American pint. To an American pint, yes, twenty two. And uh, we do aim to have at least. Uh, two of these beers yeah. per episode so it's gonna get funky by the end uh now sean yes out of all the men in the world why would you rather have me kiss your forehead than anyone else <laughs> oh where did you get that insinuation from i was thinking about it as i was putting the jersey on uh-huh because i can name three men at the top of my head that i'd rather have kiss my forehead who putting me on the spot here Urgh. i mean you said three like you pretty confidently so i just thought you could just yeah conjure I, said them that. Up. I did say that um robert Lewandowski, john travolta john travolta <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i just threw that in there john travolta i didn't know you were uh, no i'm not actually i mean he was pretty good in a few movies um but I would say, got to give it to my favorite player of all time, Miroslav Klose. Okay. Um, mm. and hey, man, I'm drawing blanks here. The the lead uh, saxophone player for the Dirty River... Uh, Dirty, Dirty River Dixie Band. Dixie Dirty, Band. No, Dirty River Dirty... Dirty Band. <laughs> Dirty Boys in the Band Dirty. playing jazz. <laughs> You I mean, is that even a guy? I don't really know. Is it? <laughs> I don't think there's any uh, women playing that band. Uh, you never know. If I remember correctly. You never know. Uh, we'll be seeing them pretty soon. Yeah, I do want to do that. Um, we did see them twice. Yeah. If you remember twice. Yeah. I remember the first time was uh, first time was a it was special. Yeah. Or I yeah. mean, we were you know having some barbecue. They yeah. just you know were doing their thing, and yeah. it was it was definitely a vibe. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Second time we went to this uh, jazz club bar yeah and yeah. uh they were just as great then so they're pretty good but uh they they, they were missing a few instruments because remember it was a smaller venue 
that, yeah, yeah. And uh, the outdoor barbecue place was a bigger venue. They had like the full setup and everything, and it was yeah. They were jazz. Something about jazz just touches your soul. Yeah, and definitely. I don't think there's any music genre just quite like it um, because it's so like subjective as well. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like very objective. But uh, regardless of what like perspective you're you're listening it from, like you, I think you can enjoy it. It's kind of one of those genres that you just can't really go wrong with. Um, no matter who or what you listen to, uh, I love that stuff. Now, hey man, I don't mean to interrupt you, but cheers up. Cheers, yes. I was gonna take a sip while you were talking, but I was like, no, I gotta, gotta do a cheers. Mmm. Okay. Okay. You're hesitating. That's interesting. It's very interesting. You know, it starts off very easy. And uh, you kind of get this this kind of carbonation at the end. You taste that? It's, it's some carbonation and something else. I, I need another sip. Yeah. It's kind of uh, unfiltered. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of uh, too... F- is it fruity? Is that a good description? I'm not really tasting fruity. Like, it's it's kind of like easy. Like, there's no, like, you know, real weedy flavor that's it's popping out. It's not real out. weedy. Almost sweet. Okay, fruity sweet. I wouldn't call it fruity, but yeah. Um, yes, I'll, t- I'll call it sweet. Oh, not too it? sweet, not overpowering sweet, but just not really your typical beer flavor. Exactly. Scotch ale. This yeah. might be one it's of It's interesting. F- I mean, I, I don't not like it. Okay. I mean, what about you? I was thinking about <laughs> this today. Like, we always like compliment every single beer that we've had. Like, every beer we've had, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, after I that, I've been picking some bangers. <laughs> and we have been drinking some bangers. So, actually, you know, funny about that. Um, I actually picked another beer. Yes. And um, actually, I picked a wild card beer. Um, and it looked very, very interesting. Okay. It was $15 a bottle. So, I thought this might be some, like, you know, crazy wild stuff, you know? That's you know, the smaller one it. that you have? What's that? That smaller... No, 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 it's not. It's a different one. I was actually going to use it for this podcast. Okay. You know, but instead, I tried it myself. Okay, oh. Yeah, and it was the worst $15 I've ever spent in my life. Yeah, with beer, <laughs> you don't really want to get too extravagant with it, you know? Like, you just yeah. kind of want to keep yeah, it simple yeah. with it. And for $15, what was uh, the type of beer? Um, It was uh, a stout. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah stout. Was stout. Mm. Yeah. Guinness, and that's kind of as far as I go with stouts. And even Guinness, like sometimes... Even Guinness, like, I'll be honest, Guinness is too, is too much for me. You have it's to be much. in the right mood for it. You can't just casually pop it open and, and try to enjoy it. You got to be in the right mood for it. 100%. 100%. For the beer uh, for, for the beer boys out there yes. and girls, Yes. I just want to say, you don't really taste the 9%. Yeah, I will give you that. Yeah, I will give you that. If you that. said six, seven, I'd believe you. Nine is yeah, nine three. But uh, I guess if you're trying to get messed up real quick, this might be a good start. It might be, yeah. Because if you don't, be. you don't really taste all nine. Usually, when you have anything over, like I said, it, anything over seven, you're kind of like, you're like mm, mm. I, I don't. You really sip it, but this one you can, you can maybe chug. Mm. <clears throat> Let's get into it. So yeah, first topic of the night. Ah, uh, well, not not quite yet. Okay. Um, I was thinking we had this conversation before. And it's a kind of a uh, it's a question about getting to know people. What is the best way to get to know somebody, right? So you know, everybody meets people, of course. And for me, one of the whenever I'm trying to get to like really, really know them, yeah. One of my first questions always is, "What, what type of music to? do you like?" I knew it. How did I know? 
Yeah. How did what I know? type of music do you like, right? <laughs> and this is a good start, actually. So depending on the answer, will give you um, a really good sense of the person, right? So I'll, I'm a I'm a victim of this, and I'm gonna stop doing this because I had this this thought, and I, I shared it with you already. A lot of people, um, like I said, I'm guilty of this. Say something along the lines of "I like all music," right? Yeah, anything or or anything or anything anything except fill in the blank. Exactly, anything except fill in the blank. In my case, I say country, mm. right? So anything except for country. Now that's a very safe answer. Like you know, if it's a very casual relationship you're having with like a, a coworker, a friend, a family member, or something, it's real. It's sim- simple. You can't go wrong with it, right? But I must stray away from doing this because I feel that any other answer, when you go into a genre, if you go into a, a band, um, song name, mm-hmm. really gives more personality to the person you're meeting. So say if you if I said met somebody, hey, you know what type of music are you are you into right now? Or into in general, and they say something like cortex. Yeah. If and they say something like you know, cortex, let me some cortex. Then you know you're, you're in for something. Like you know yeah. you're, you're getting a personality. You're, you're actually talking to somebody that kind of mm-hmm. goes through life in their own way, and and somehow has this. It it, it, has, it doesn't have to even be a band or a genre that you like per se, but rather because of the answer that they gave you, you're already like one step ahead in going getting to know this person. So cortex. I know Sean knows this, this uh, band. Yeah, you do. You were stunned because I remember you were I playing it in your car, I was and stunned. I was like, "Cortex, huh?" Exactly. And you're like, "What the?" I was like, "How do you know Cortex?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a good start for music. And honestly, whatever, you get into it yourself and learn if you what do you think about Cortex. But when you say an answer like that, it's, it's kind of like not mainstream, but also, uh, well, they have you know very famous songs. So I guess you can we can start with that, but also. It's just not a band that someone would say. Someone might say something like, uh, what's popular right now? Uh, the Weeknd. Okay, well, you know, I'm not the oh, biggest yeah. Weeknd fan, but thank you for mm-hmm. giving me like an, a more precise answer yeah. rather than saying hip-hop, rap, or something like that. And I got to say, by golly, next time you meet somebody, and it doesn't have to be like a relationship. It could be a friend. It could be, a, like I said, anything, co-worker. Try to give them a better answer. It, it, it doesn't have to be music. What if it's something like, you know, what's your favorite sport? Okay, get interested. Get interested. Yeah, I like uh, you know football, baseball. Don't name yeah. five of them. Be like, okay, right. I like soccer because I just like how technical and how strategic uh, the lineups are and the positioning and and how all that works. Like, okay, that's is a pretty damn good answer. Yeah, in depth. Yeah. Get into that. Another thing. Um, and any uh, comments on that on music? What do you think? What do you say when people ask you? I feel like you'd give that that anything but country answer. I give, I say anything, yes. not because, not because, whatever, but mainly because it's like you really don't care. I really don't care because odds of me talking to that person ever again are pretty slim. So I mean, I'm just gonna honestly, I'm just gonna say whatever to get through the conversation. That and also, you probably don't think that that person asking you really cares. Like if you said exactly. something like "Rage exactly. Against the Machine," and eh, this guy, okay, that's yeah. cool and all, but all right, man, I really didn't yeah. want to know that. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But for the sake of, you know, putting yourself and and giving character to yourself in in a matter of minutes when knowing or meeting somebody, give them a good answer. Give them a good answer. Uh, get into, you know, what's on your Spotify, your iTunes. Like go on that list and be like, okay, last one I searched up and I've been really listening to a lot right now is Metallica. That's a lot more mainstream band, but that's a very more honest answer than saying I'm into like metal right now. 
you can go anywhere with metal. You can go anywhere with hip hop. You can go anywhere with with soul. You know, uh, genres and and uh, timelines and stuff like that. So yeah. give him a good answer. That's all I'm saying. Another thing: how to get to know somebody faster, or really more than uh, than having a conversation with them. We talked about this before. Two things: how they keep their car clean. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And how they drive. Oh. Yeah, the driving thing is huge. Yes. The driving thing is huge. Oh, man. So Don't get me started. Do they know where they're going? How fast are they driving to the speed limit? Or how slow are they driving? Are they on the left lane really needing to be on the right lane type mm-hmm. of thing? How oh. late do they, uh, do, do they start merging in to the exit before the exit? Yes. Yes. How jerky are they with the steering wheel? Yeah. On a turn. Did they, they ever check a blind spot? Did they check a blind spot? I'm, you know, I am so picky with um, people driving me. Yeah. I don't allow it. I very, very, very yeah. rarely allow it. I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. For more reasons than one. One, I believe that I'm the best driver. <laughs> Retweet. I mean, not, not to be egotistical, but I mean, I believe, I believe anyone's going to be in the control of the car. No better hands than my own. That and also, if I was going to get into an accident, I'd rather it be under my conditions. Exactly. Not only under my conditions, but knowing, or, you know, just the whole egotistical thing, I think is what it is. Um, I would think if somebody else is driving and they got into the accident, I would think, man, there's no way this would (laughs) have happened under my, you know, (laughs) in my hands. This would have never happened. I would have been able to get us out of this. Yes. And I'd rather get that that thought out of my mind yeah. when I got into an accident. Like, I would hate like, man, I'd still have my freaking left arm if I was driving. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, it's funny, I, I've also talked to you about this, is uh, how whenever uh, you're driving, the, the passengers have no control whatsoever as to what's happening in the car. Yes. So if the driver is, is driving real jerky, as I'm saying, like uh, real uh, on like, in the moment, like I got to turn now where I forgot my exit or whatever, or I got to do this left turn now. The passenger's literally like a rag doll. <laughs> can, the, can we talk about the time whenever you uh, pulled out <laughs> and I was a passenger? Pulled out? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you, you know recently. exactly. Recently? No, not recently. Okay, not the pothole one. Uh, The tacos one. The tacos one? Yeah. Go we ahead. Went, we, went to, we went to go get some tacos. You yes. were driving. And um, you said you didn't know how to turn off the traction control oh. the Mercedes. And I yes. was like, oh, well, all you got to do is this. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was raining. I think. Earlier. I don't think it was raining. It was a little wet. I don't think it was. It raining. wasn't raining when I. Was it? So I was pulling he's, out. He's this, making excuses. He's making excuses. I think it's been a couple of years, but. Oh, you know, I got it. I got, got it. it. All Go right. ahead. So, he drove me, which was first mistake. All right. Like I said, I never. I almost never allow people to drive me. He drove me. I was in the passenger seat. He wasn't sure how to how to turn off the traction control at the time. I showed him how to do it. He's like, okay, yeah. So. Right when we pull out of the parking lot, you know, I'm just like, you know, hey, yeah, just, you know, trial it, you know, gun it, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Um, that was probably the, your mistake. But yeah. <laughs> I thought you knew. I thought you knew what was going to happen. This guy guns it out of the parking lot, turns into the lane, doesn't counter steer because, you know, like whenever you're punching it, you, the tires are basically burning in the back. They're just nonstop. So they're basically going to be going in the direction of where you're pointing the steering wheel. So, you know, if you're punching it, you know, pedal to the floor, 
you have to turn the opposite direction yes. to like catch the car. Yeah. We ended up in the oncoming traffic lane. No. Yeah, we did. Yeah, no, we no, did. No. Yeah, we did. We ended up. And you started steering that thing like it was the Titanic about to hit the dang iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing we got to like hitting something no. was the curb. My no, re- we my were... rear tires on the curb. Dude, we were in the oncoming traffic lane. No way. I can guarantee that. I remember. No way. Maybe the middle, the middle lane. I think there was a middle. We lane. We were definitely cross the middle lane. Yeah, definitely maybe the middle lane. Uh, there was no like emergency to it. It's just that there was an emergency. There was a car coming, man. He was he was freaked out just as much as I was. Nah, I, I was shell shocked. I was just like, it's just I wasn't I didn't able to, to catch it. Another <laughs> thing, I have a very long car, and I've never really drift or attempted to to drift or or swing it. Yeah, um, so I was, and I actually that, that like I said that uh, ESP that traction control like mm-hmm. I've never turned it off. So it was the first time, and like I said, the road was a little wet. Were, it was I mean, a little wet. I don't so, remember being wet, but uh, I didn't hit. I didn't hit anything. I didn't hit anyone. It's just that as soon as I realigned the car and got back onto the the lane, Sean just goes ahead without saying anything and turns on the traction control. <laughs> uh, which I, I thought that was the funniest thing. Like he didn't have to like say anything or, or ask me. He's like, nope, that's it. That's yeah. it right there. And that was the funniest thing. But that that tells something about that person's character, right? Um, I, with cars, I'm not too, with my driving at least, I'm not too like out there with it. I'm not going to be like flooring it at a red yeah. light. I mean, a green light. I'm not going to be, you know, if I'm doing a turnaround, I'm not going to like just pop it real quick with my older car. I do it sometimes just cause there's no, <laughs> there's no traction control. There's no, nothing like that ESP. So I do it sometimes, but what we're trying to get at is that if you drive with somebody or if you sit in someone's car and have them drive you. I think that you can almost tell more by the way they drive about that person's character or personality than maybe like a 25-minute conversation with them, I think. Like really, really know the person, really. You know, are they kind of uh, conservative? Are they real? They play to the rules? Yeah. Are yeah. they safe? Are seatbelts on? Are they making sure you have your seatbelt? Uh, are they maybe kind of like a daredevil? Maybe mm-hmm. they they see a little you know spot to merge into a different lane that you might have yeah. might have hesitated on. You are no longer ahead. the racing driver if you don't go for the gap. Arden Senna. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah, you know. So I think that there's there's so many ways. It's it's interesting because I, I really like this conversation because it's so uh, psych- uh, psychological, right? Like, how can you get to really know somebody? Okay, drive with them. See how clean their car is. Do they, or maybe even the room, I guess you can even go as far as mm. the room, you know, do they have a clean room, are they chaotic, you know, maybe they have like stuff all over the place, oh, where did I leave my charger, where did I leave this, where did I leave yeah, that? I lost this, lost that, yeah. Um, and then music as well, like, what type of music do you listen to? The music was a little a little off, I think, not not quite there yet, but definitely the driving and how they how clean they keep their car or room, yeah. I think really talks to... Uh, Which actually kind of plays into uh, yes. what I wanted to get in today. Yes. Uh, so what I wanted to get into today was, uh, I want to hear your take on the future of cars. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So where, where do you think the future of cars is going other than autonomous driving? Okay. So I mean, today in 2021, December, 2021, yeah. uh, we are, I don't know how to the extent that Tesla is automat- um, automated. Automated. Yeah. What, I mean, to I, what extent I, is it? Is it just like big cities right now? Um, I think it's everywhere. It's okay. just the only thing is I think you have to like at some point 
I think it's like every five minutes you have to put like put your hands on the steering wheel or something okay. like that to where like you know the computer okay. like like the, the car knows that you're paying attention. Okay. Are you referring more to the whole manual and automatic and then I'm just I mean that's that's another subtopic in its own thing okay. that we can get into. But um I'm just saying for you, what do you what do you think the future of cars is going? So the future of cars what I think that I think manuals are definitely become rarer and rarer. Yeah. Uh because we're in, you know, when they first Which came is weird out. because still in Europe, it's still the number one. Really? Number yeah. one? It's still the number one transmission is manual. Really? Yeah, really. I know all the taxis I got into were probably manual, but I don't know if about, you know, personal vehicles. Yeah, if I mean, I know you've been to Europe. I don't know if you ever did it, but whenever I went to Europe, my one of my just intuitions was uh, when I saw a huge line of cars yeah. parked on the side of the road, I would look inside the window to see it was manual, and it was like, Eight out of ten, four out okay. of five were manuals. I did see a lot, but also, well, I guess it depends on like big cities and small cities. I suppose I'll be surprised if that's true. I would be surprised if that's true. We'll, we'll look that into we'll look into that later. Mm-hmm. I do think that yeah, I think automatics will obviously you know uh, eventually become the number one in all countries if they haven't already. Um, besides that, I don't know if we're gonna go into electrics though. I I don't know. Really? It's it's such a tra- I know, but it's. See, this is the crazy thing about cars. Mm. Well, this is what this is what um, strikes me uh, about it is, you know, way back in the day in the twenties or tens, whenever the Model T came out, or yeah. I don't, or whenever the first real car, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when it started, but yeah, like eighteen nineties or something. Yeah. Well, when it started, as in like uh, oh, mass produced. In this direction, then that I'm about to lead to. Okay. Because um, I, I know it started with like with like the Model T or something, but um. What I'm saying is, how the hell did someone figure out, you know, let's pour this black mucky liquid in this car mm. and it's going to run? Oil. Yeah, oil. Okay, I guess. How I'm... did we figure that out? That it was, you know, gasoline, this is what's going to run the car. See, that's not a... Coca Cola, you know, <laughs> not just water. Imagine if it was water. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, the. we probably run out of water by now. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who knows? But... I don't know. But how, how does someone figure that out? So. It's an easy answer, but I see what you're saying. It's an easy answer because of the locomotives mm-hmm. and steamboats. Surely they have some sort of... But that's uh, steam. Steam is water, isn't it? Well, they run on steam, but I'm sure they have some parts that need oil. I think I thought it was coal. Well, that's to run it, like gasoline. Okay. But I'm sure they have some... I mean, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm don't. i not a steamboat. Well, I thought you said it was an easy answer. Well, it's an easy <laughs> answer as in like there's already like trains before that. There was already trains before mm. cars. So I'm sure they had some parts that needed oiled, like mechanical parts. Surely, right? Even on steamboats, you know, although they use water or steam to run, I'm mm-hmm. sure they had some mechanical parts, the engine or, or I don't know, brakes or something. I don't know that might have needed oil uh, to be lubricated as it's used. So I think it's quite an easy answer, but I think it's a hard answer to answer once when you come to the very first one that was used uh, with oil. So yeah. it's like, why did they come to oil? Why not water? Maybe well, I mean, while water is not very lubricating though, so I'm sure there's. Oh, this is obviously... I'm not talking about lubrication. I'm just talking about just straight up as the fuel source. Oh, your fuel source. Are we talking about gasoline or yeah, or... as the fuel source, the gasoline? Okay, I yeah. you're talking about oil. No, no, no. I'm just talking about the fuel source. Oh, okay, fuel source. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, so yeah, yeah obviously steamboats were using water. Um, coal was for the trains. Yeah, I mean, how does someone figure it out? You know, let's just throw this gasoline in there. It's gonna go. Trial and error, surely. That's the answer. That that probably is the answer. Trial and error. I'm sure they probably tried water. It just wasn't, you know, lasting. There's no mm-hmm. energy to water. You know, there's no substance in water. So obviously, gasoline or or um, petroleum is what I'm trying to say is uh, 
definitely definitely has some sort of properties to it where you know it's like you can get some energy off of this mm-hmm. surely imagine where the world would be if someone figured out how to do it with like coca-cola Pee. you know <laughs> piss yeah that'd be great oh man sweat it, it smelled bad a sweat oh, yeah you run to <laughs> run your car that would be yeah. everybody would have a six-pack for sure everybody oh would yeah rip oh yh yeah. uh but it smelled pretty bad i think it's, it's kind of like uh i don't know how someone figured out e- either too but um i think it's the horseshoe crab horseshoe crab yeah you know what the horseshoe crab no 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 Uh, so horseshoe crab um crab or crap crab oh i said crap okay yeah <laughs> crab the, the sea the sea monster yeah do you, do you know about the horseshoe crab so the horseshoe crab it's pretty special in okay. uh the world of medicine okay and you know i you know i might just i mean at the end just, just remember buddy i am a pleb okay yeah. so i mean fact check me on this yeah but i'm pretty sure most medicines um rely on the blood of the horseshoe crab because something is special about it's like hemoglobin properties mm. that it's only found in this specific crab and most of the horseshoe crabs in the world are literally just taken and farmed and just hooked up no to like way. an IV and basically just get their blood sucked out no way for like their yeah their like entire life or something like that because like wow. it's so pivotal to medicine. Okay, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, like, how, I mean, how the hell does someone figure that out? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you know, this blood is special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you know what it is? It probably is something like this. That there's something that the crab does throughout their lives that may, like, regenerate some sort of body part or something like that. That scientists were like, okay, how does this animal do that? And how can we re- replicate that? So, I'm sure the blood was a key to that. I don't know. I'm a pleb. I don't as well. think they. I don't think they regenerate anything. They're actually not even or, a crab, or whatever, the hemoglobin, the hemoglobin oh, yeah, yeah. part that they do in throughout their lives. We we just extracted that and attempted. Well, it. their blood is blue, so it's maybe a blue. Yeah, it, it is actually blue. It is use that oxygen or something, or I I don't know, but their blood is blue. Okay, so yeah. we're plebs. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we're plebs. So look I mean, at the yeah, uh, horseshoe crab. Horseshoe crab, yeah. not the crab. Um. What do you think the future of uh, automotive automotives is going to be uh, so in I th- 50 yeah, years? Yeah, I wanted to come back to that. So I think the future of cars and, and automotives is, um, at the end of the day, I think, I don't know how many years it is going to be in the future, yeah. but um, basically cars are going to be a thing of the past. And I think they're just going to be objects that resemble <laughs> taxis. You get in. You plug in the destination, and it oh, just okay. goes. Automated. Auto- completely automated. Okay. So you're not like referring to like uh, public trans- transportation is going to take over or anything like that? No, 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 no. Well, I think eventually public transportation is going to be completely ousted. As well. Yeah, I think it's going to be completely ousted. I mean, maybe... I don't want to say... Maybe for like um, lesser income families, maybe it still might be around. Oh wow! So it's like a like a pleb thing. Yeah, like you know, like oh, you take public transportation, <laughs> like you know, why don't you just got the you know? Well, that's kind of what it is now in the United States, at least. I know in Europe the United is a lot States, more like yeah. Uh, yeah, normal. It's I don't understand. I don't understand it. I really don't understand how in America, you know, tasting or I I know taking the bus, you know, it's it's inconvenient. Yeah. And in Europe, you take the bus, it's pretty damn convenient. 
it, it, it goes and it will drop you off within a mile of where you want to go. Exactly. And exactly. the difference of Europe and the U.S. is I was, I was actually reading an article about this yeah. on um, this one family from Europe whenever they moved to Philadelphia, I think it was. And they took the bus somewhere. I don't know. They didn't take the bus somewhere. They wanted to walk to the grocery store, which was like, okay. like a mile away. Okay. Which, you know, a mile in Europe minutes. is nothing. It's easy. You yeah. know, it's easy. There's a lot of eye candy. Yeah. It's easy to walk. That's the thing. So he, the way this family uh, coined it was in Europe, you're walking. Everything is fine. Yes. I mean, there's... I mean the the sidewalks. I mean they're they're made for walking oh, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But in America, whenever you're walking, it feels like you are impeding on the cars like ground basically. Okay. When in Europe, it's like the cars are impeding on like yes. the walking person's ground. Yes. Yes. So it's just it's just a shame how you know civil engineering or the architecture is and that's just the american way yeah that you know if you don't have a car you're not gonna get anywhere that's true that you're, is true you're, you're really not gonna get anywhere like yeah 100 percent. i mean i'm thinking about big cities that i've been to in the united states and it's like ubering you have to get the, the even the scooters that you mm, have to, yeah lime the limes or the the bikes or whatever yeah. like having that form of transportation transportation is so key mm-hmm. I, i've yet to be a visiting a city where it's like you can do walking distance to almost everything chicago might be the closest one but even then um you getting a line is just or a bike is just so much easier whereas in europe oh man airbnbs are like downtown like yeah downtown yeah. walking oh, yeah. distance yeah. and if you yeah, get like, great if you get a lime it's just for fun it's just to see more i guess sure and oh man uh the stories we have for that but I do agree. I do agree. And also, like, when I was in London, like we weren't, we were only there for a day, but we used the, the metro or what do they call it over there? The uh, underground, right? The underground. Quite often, it was like almost everywhere we went it was just underground, and we had like the day pass or something, so it was like very convenient. Just jump in, hop out, and you're already you're at the the castle or the uh, mm-hmm. what is it called? The parliament. I'm saying, dude, I love trains. <laughs> I love I love trains. I love but we're light talking about rail. subways though. We're talking about like underground. We're yeah, talking that's about fine. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I I basically consider subways and trains basically the same thing because yeah. they basically do the same thing. When I think of trains, I'm thinking like travel to city to city or country to country in mm. Europe. Okay. Uh, when I think of subways, there's a quick within the city, just okay. jumping out. But you're right; they're both the same machine basically. Yeah. Um, I will say that. Do you think so? Um, Elon Musk is, has this other company called the Boring Company, where they just mm-hmm. kind of do like random stuff, but yeah. they, they have a big budget because it's Elon it's Musk, huge, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so I most believe, notable, the flamethrower. <laughs> yes, yeah. I believe in in Los Angeles, uh, they are yeah they're doing the underground, attempting to do or they're doing it. I think they're Actually, doing it. They already did it. They already okay. built it in in Las Vegas. I want to say. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, this underground passage for vehicles. So it's like within your own vehicle, you are dropped down some thousand or hundreds or dozens feet uh, underground. I don't think it's very deep. You don't think it's very deep? I don't think it's very deep. It's like 50 feet yeah. underground. Which weirdly enough, just you know, fun fact out there, I think uh, North Korea <laughs> actually has uh, the deepest subway system. Uh, one, it's one kilometer deep. We'll talk about North Korea for that second topic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, yes, yeah, so they have this, this passage system where you are dropped, 
um, underground within your vehicle. I mean, you don't have to step out of your vehicle. And like from a re regular street, like downtown, you're dropped into this like subway system, but it's within your own vehicle, you land mm -hmm. on this like cart or this platform that within that platform, it'll take you to your next stop. All right. And then, it'll, you know, pop you back up onto public roads and you're off to go. So I saw this video. Uh, I, I actually think he's going to regret this. He's going to regret this. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get into it here in a little bit. Yes. But I think he's going to regret it. But keep going. The, I saw this video of how it worked and I was looking at the comments. I was like, okay. That's a good idea. It's a good start. I think that he's got the right idea. But the comment, one of the comments I said is like, okay, so basically you're meeting at this location. We can call it a station, as he said, which you're then dropped down on this railroad type of platform mechanic uh, that then takes you to this location, which is basically a subway. Yeah. So why not just use your public transportation? Why not invest more money into public transportation Rather than just buses, and I'm talking like underground mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's that's honestly the truth. That is the truth. What he's doing is, is great. But I think he's going to regret it. But that's basically what a subway is. It is. It is, but you're missing the point of a subway. Yes. Subway is mass transit. Yes. This isn't mass transit. No. It's, in fact, it's basically, I don't want to say it's impeding on mass transit because, I mean, at that point, why not just build mass transit? That's what I'm saying. Why not just build mass transit? Or invest because, more money into it, yes. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're basically taking away from it. Yes. And this is why I think he's going to regret it. Um, I feel like he's trying to alleviate traffic problems yes. this way, which I think is great. Yes. But I feel like there's been so much progress towards automated vehicles. And look, I know we're, wow. I know we're years, if, I mean, decades, like, let, let's be real, we're probably decades away from it. But I feel like the way... Um, car technology and uh, LIDAR and um, basically um, AI machine learning is going. Yes. I see that cars are literally just be, are just going to be boxes yeah. or basically a room. <laughs> yeah. Basically yeah. like a small living room yeah. where six people, eight people can comfortably, you know, stand. Yeah. Uh, conduct business. Oh. Um, basically, just uh, maybe a computer in there. I see it more as a um, uh, an efficiency improvement, like a space. Yeah, basically, just another room yeah. that you can get into. You plug in the destination, and it's gonna be just it's just gonna go. And wow. while it goes, you can just con you know conduct business <laughs> as usual. <laughs> Uh, play games, whatever, do whatever, and all these other cars are gonna be doing the exact same thing because everything is completely automated. So let me ask you this: he, well, one sec, one sec. Yeah, human error is gonna become completely out of the equation, okay. and things are just gonna move so smoothly that I mean, it's basically I, I feel like, you know, uh, the the real true car person is gonna absolutely hate it. Yeah, I already do. Yeah, but. Let me ask you this. This is a good question. I'm, I'm glad we're, we're yeah. at this point. From what you told me right now, just on this pleb mind that I have, yeah. I thought of two positives that this brings. Okay. And they're pretty good. One, time. So mm -hmm. you said, you know, like an office space, like what you, you can conduct deals, you can, or if you're just being lame, you can play video games. That's time, yeah. which is, <laughs> for us humans, is very important. Time is one of the most expensive things yep. uh, on our lives. You can't put so. a price on it. So you can't put a price on time. So this 
the way you're you're illustrating uh, the future of, of vehicles would save us on time. Yep. Two. I forgot the second one. <laughs> that nine point three percent hitting you, huh? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that nine point something percent is hitting time, efficiency, and... convenience. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess uh, convenience. I suppose convenience, but more importantly, is human error. So human mm-hmm. error means that's what I said. Completely out of completely out of the equation. You mean you mean you know pain. You mean death. You mean accidents. You mean time. Imagine wasted. this. I think in the transition period, I think the transition period of going from um, cars <laughs> that are driven by humans. Yes. And these automated taxis yeah. basically is what they're going to be. Yeah. Is I think it's going to be a very pivotal step into getting to that. Yeah um mainly because it's going to see how these machines are going to be able to react to you know humans being humans yeah uh texting and driving yeah. being on a cell phone falling you know asleep. calling someone falling yeah. asleep yeah so i think it's gonna be a very pivotal step and i feel like if there's going to be um no accidents in that regard that it's gonna move I mean, oh, yeah. it, it's going to basically be a seamless transition and governments yes. are going to, you know, make it a law saying yeah. no more human driving. This mm. is the way. Yeah. Uh, and if there's going to be accidents. lives. So that's yeah. my question. So you're saving two things there. Human error, which is accidents, lives mm-hmm. and time yeah. versus the romantic isk <laughs> feeling of driving a vehicle, having some sort of analog yes. feeling and connection with the vehicle. Absolutely. So that's kind of the trade off. I know you're you're an enthusiast when it comes to driving and, and vehicles. I, yes, absolutely. But I just put two very good points against mm-hmm. your your, yep, your right. love of driving. What are but, you what are you saying? I mean, it's like it's like anything. Um, I mean, it could be a hobby. And when it gets okay. to, when it gets to that point, think what it. I mean, think about what it's going to do to the price of manuals. So shoot them up. The the price of manuals in sports cars. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be basically a glorified... I don't want to say a glorified dinosaur, but they're going to be dinosaurs that that car enthusiasts are going to want. Yeah. I mean, think about the price of, like, uh, these, like, icons of, like, car enthusiasts. You know, Skyline R34s, yeah. um, RX-7s, um, basically yeah. any Japanese 90s car is basically an icon at this point. Yeah. You know, and I how mean, do you feel about that? What do you mean? I mean, okay, so let, let's put a price. Let's say RX seven. How much does one go for right now in twenty? Like a mint condition? Yeah, like you can drive it. It's, it's not perfect. It's not like if it's not perfect. Twenty. If it's not perfect, yeah, you could probably get it for twenty. So, what 30. do you think that price would be after it's like in? We're talking about twenty seventy. Uh, about I think they're gonna go through the roof. Like a hundred. 20 i mean we're talking about an rx7 we're not talking about no yeah yeah, yeah i'm thinking maybe like 50 grand 60 grand wow so about almost three times yeah. as a pleb talk or as mm-hmm. a pleb number that's crazy to think of. so yeah. we're also i mean think about you know the american favorite the corvette because i mean most corvettes Mustang, are made in yeah. manuals well i don't want to say i don't know about most but you know a good amount of corvettes are made in manuals yeah yeah actually i, I believe the top level trim is actually only available in a manual Really? Okay, was yeah, it the so. Stingray? Like the ZR1, ZL1, okay. or something like yeah. that edition. I'm not too big on Corvette, so yeah, no, don't quote I. me. Uh, so that's crazy to think about, because companies like Bugatti, Comanseg, Ferrari, Lamborghini, regardless if they're automatic or manual, they're... Purely automatic. They're all? Okay, well, dual um, Flappy clutch. Power. Yeah, dual clutch. Shifters or Power whatever. shifter. 
um, those will, I think those will go bankrupt. I think those companies will go bankrupt. Yeah. Because first of all, the price will shoot up about three times as well. Yeah. As if they weren't already expensive enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, it yeah, becomes I, such like a Sunday drive car that... I see them as going bank... I'm sorry, keep going. They'd, they'd just be such a Sunday drive car that it's like, okay, yeah, I could get... A, I mean, why aim for a Ferrari when I can just go go ahead and get myself a like a 2015 manual Mustang for my Sunday drive when it when all cars are just automated? You know, What like, do you think it's going to do to racing? Who, what was that? What do you think it's going to do to racing? Like, you know... Super GT. I think racing will stay the same. Really? I think racing will stay the same just because it's 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 a sport. It's not so much of like a luxury. Okay. But it's a sport. So like with sports, you're able to have limitations on normal life. Like soccer. Instead of using your hands, you just use your legs. So it's a Mm -hmm. limitation as to a human uh, that you just have for the sake of the sport. So I think think sports might stay the same. Unless cars are... I'm sorry. uh, Yeah, sports are trying to be like a little bit more green. Uh, mm. Kind of like you know, Formula One is as far as like what they're trying to go back to like V fours now. They're trying to. They're. Tr- this is the thing about Formula One. If you are interested in Formula One, um, they're actually trying to make it more electric. Yeah, um, so hybrids. No. Yeah, they're trying to make it more electric. Actually, with this new rule change, they're trying to tone back the electric uh, oh. component okay. until twenty twenty six. Okay. And the reason why they're trying to go back to more electricity in 2026 is they're trying to get VW slash Porsche yeah. slash Audi. Yes. Slash and, a lot of things. Yeah. Because, I mean, Audi, or not Audi, uh, VW basically owns everybody. Yeah. Uh, Volkswagen. Yes. But, yeah, they're trying to get Porsche and Audi into it. And Porsche okay. slash Audi slash VW yes. said they would only be interested if there is more of an electric, uh, electrical component mm. into it. Because if for all the people who don't follow racing... Um, there's many different racing disciplines out there. Yes. Uh, Super GT, of course, you know, the Americans always own NASCAR, which yeah. that's not really racing be at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, what's the American? Uh, uh, IndyCar, yes. Formula One, DTM, British Touring Car Championship. Uh, the Formula list goes D. on. Formula D. Um, uh, what is that? Uh, V8 Supercars down, down in Australia. At the end of the day, when it comes to racing, racing isn't really about racing. Racing is really the manufacturers um, trying to eke out every single performance um, attribute within the rules to where they can trickle it down down into their production cars. Yes. Yes. So the manufacturers, they actually like racing. Yeah. Because it forces them to try to innovate in a space that they might not innovate in a production car and five ten years down the road uh some of that racing technology that they had 10 years ago you know find this way into a production model and i think looting back to our main topic i think that sports like those uh, racing sports mm-hmm. would only ramp up in popularity if all vehicles were automated because it'd be something like oh man i i am i remember when i heard a car that sounded just like that you know is there something nostalgic mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure like in 50 years from now there'll be, there'll be something nostalgic about watching racing if it assuming that it stays the same as in like you know v8s and lamborghinis and stuff like yeah. that uh, assuming it stays the same i think there'll be something nost- nostalgic yeah. about watching that and even going you seeing know, them live funny you mentioned that yes i was going through my pictures today yes and the pictures of the formula one race came up yes. and man it, i was just 
That was good times. Good so times. we went to the Austin Grand Prix back yeah. in October mm-hmm. uh, 2021. Uh, Sean's first Grand Prix, Formula yeah. One Grand Prix. It was special. Definitely special for me. And, that was definitely uh, a bucket list quality stuff. And there's something about hearing them. So I, I know that there yeah. was a, a rule change like in 2015 or 16 uh, where they became V8s, but they used to be V10s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't I mean, right imagine. Now they're, right now they're not V8s. You know, Sixes now? Yeah. Six, so, yeah. Or maybe they're V8s before, but I know that from what I've heard in the forums and, and videos that they used to sound so, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, deep, ballsy. I wouldn't say deep. I, would, I wouldn't say deep. Because I saw a lot of people with like their like their earbuds and their headphones, just trying to like you know preserve their eardrums. It wasn't that bad, and we sat pretty close to you know where they're going like I don't know two almost two hundred miles per hour on the straights. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something nostalgic about hearing those cars just roar down the straights, regardless of what track you're at, and just you know just feel that the rumble in in the. Uh, the asphalt uh, all the way to up to your, uh, your yeah. spine. It was, dude. It was. I mean, for me, I mean, it was one of the most special things. Yes, really to me. I mean, that was that was great. But that what was, was it for you? What was it? Was it seeing them like those drivers that you've been following for so many years, or just being in, within the the realm or the the uh... dude everything. Yeah. Everything, and I'm really. I mean, I don't know if you did, but I'm really glad you didn't look over at me because, man, I was out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was getting chuffed. I was getting chuffed, man. I was like, man, I got, I got to hold myself together. So that's what I was, I was wondering yeah. why. I was wondering why. What was it that like what gave it away it? for you? Like, was it like you know seeing like the, the start, seeing the yeah. start, and just having like um, off? the start. Um, basically, you know, seeing these people that I've been following for years, like like as you mentioned. Um, and don't get me. I mean, I don't know how to explain this to yeah. non Formula One Rogers. Yes. But the start is one of the like biggest things. I mean, it, it's it's such an exciting moment, such an exciting moment. And you know, after watching, you know, hundred, two hundred races yes. of Formula One, yes. you know, I I could hear the commentators. Yes. In my, I mean, even though I'm watching it live. Yes. You know, I could almost imagine create my own, you know, commentary in my head about you know what he's saying. Yes. You know about you know oh this guy is diving down on the inside oh yes. he, this guy's taking the long way I, I I could almost you know, play by play, make out this like fantasy of what's happening to me live in front of me. Yes, yes. You know, and it's ex- very exciting the start, but also very crucial for the drivers. Critical, uh, because or critical, yeah, absolutely a better critical, word. Yeah. Um, as far as how they lay off the clutch and um, go into first gear, second gear, and, and so on. Uh, and I think the the Austin Grand Prix that we saw live, it was a uh, there was nothing, nothing not, as far as the start. There was nothing like oh that the there heat was nothing up. wild. There's yeah. nothing wild with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was any crashes in the first lap. Uh, there, there was some contact, but That's it right. was it wasn't it was minor contact. Yeah, there's no yeah. yellow flag or, or virtual on the outside safety car or anything yeah. like that. Um, so to wrap up this topic, uh, and before we get another beer, the future of autom- automotive uh, industry. Yes. Where is it going? Um, Kathy Woods, if. If you're not familiar with Kathy Woods, she is a huge. Uh, she's regarded as one of the um, one of the uh, best investors yes. of our time in the stock market. Yes. She's like the head of 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 Arc Investments. That's really kind of what I based my thought off mm. on. I was listening to her talk a few days ago yes. on CNBC. Yes, uh, she's talking about Tesla, about how really 
Tesla's really going to be changing the game about how, you know, the stock, the current stock price now doesn't reflect what they're mm. really going to be going through. And I'm going to push back this, this, um, this segue into our next topic. Yes. But I, I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention. Anyways, let me go back to Kathy Woods. She was saying how the current stock price doesn't reflect where Tesla is actually going in, in the sense of the automotive world about how really Elon Musk um, views are going to be towards these automated taxis. Okay. And if if it does go to this automated taxi route, then what's the point of the underground tunnel system that he's making? What's the point? It seems like a redundant middle step. Okay. You good? Yeah, let me go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it, so the whole taxi route, which I agree with, is just so down the line. It's just we're talking about you think so? several decades. I mean, I think with current lighter technology now, um, I forgot the company's names. Uh, there's actually quite a few. Um, oh, dang, what is that space called? It's basically companies that have like the eyesight for like computers. Okay. Uh, I know one is Microvision. Yes. Um, another one is um, the stock is Laser, LAZ, uh, Luminar Technologies. Okay. Uh, Luminar Technologies actually has the contract with uh, Mercedes and a few other manufacturers. Okay. But I feel like with those kind of companies out there now and where the technology is going, I mean, I don't think it's too far out in the future. I'm not saying 10 years. I'm thinking 30 or 40 minimum. Okay, so 30 or 40. Yes. Let's just say on a on a uh, worst case scenario, 50. Okay. Let's just say, I mean, it might even be longer than that. Let's just say 50 years. Sure. How long do you think it takes to carve out this massive tunnel and this huge infrastructure? No, nah, not, not that long. Surely. I'm thinking in Surely. five years, that, that'll be up and running. No way. No way. Yeah. No way. Think about the places that they would have to get the okay on for where to start, where to finish, and not only that, think about all the pipes underground that they would so, have to, you know, relocate. As far as I know, I think they're just working on, on Los Angeles right now, as far as I know. I, I know for I know for a fact they did Las Vegas. Okay, so they did Las Vegas. From like it's a like certain up running, or is it just like in the works? No, no, I, I know like, uh, like, like they actually had prototypes going through it. Okay. So I think like for a single city, I think like let's say Los Angeles for the sake of argument, mm -hmm. I think in five years it'll be up and running. I don't know how how. I see it even longer for major cities. Well, I mean, Los Angeles is among the biggest. Yeah, let me look at L.A. Look at the huge population density. Yes. Um, it's a you know it's basically a concrete jungle. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to displace something where I mean you basically are going to have to destroy something. To make something. I mean, the way that I saw videos, it's like, it's literally downtown. So, yeah, you'll have to do some, some remodeling. You're going to have to destroy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Huge physical remodeling project. Not I, to mention, what kind of remodeling or remodeling are they going to have to do underground? Uh, think of I, all the pipes. So, I'm thinking they think might go the just pipes. right under the pipes to avoid all that remodeling you're saying. So, I'm thinking there's... I don't know, man. I don't know how, how it works. Like, if it's mm -hmm. like levels to the pipes or is it just yeah. like you know, under 5,000 or 50 feet, there's nothing under there. I don't know how it is. Uh, I'm a pleb, but I'm assuming that they're going to try their best to avoid all that remodeling that you're saying. I'm, I'm assuming. 
So I'm thinking like in five years, if they're really working on it, I don't know, because it's a boring company. So when you hear a boring company making yeah. some under underground tunnel uh, for your vehicle to travel under, so I'm not taking it very seriously, but they're obviously doing it. So um, uh, to wrap it up, I think that, yeah, I think that it might go to that. I just hope that um, manuals stick around. I hope automatics stick around. Yep. I hope the prices of my cars go up, but not the ones that I want <laughs> go up. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, I think manuals are going to go through the roof eventually. So keep yours. Uh, keep mine, yeah. I'll look for, for mine. <laughs> True. Cheers, man. Down it. Down it. All right. Now that we got the beers out. Yes. Uh, there's a little bit of wild card yes. this, uh, for the second beer. Yes. He doesn't know what the other beer is. Yes. Um, it was a wild card beer. So we're going to flip this bottle cap to see who gets which beer. Yes. The way we're going to do it is... Um, how are we gonna do it? Uh, do you I, want the wild card or do you want the the uh, the real heavy? No, let's, let's let's toss it. What do you mean? Okay, so we'll say. Well, that's the thing. How we can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Let's toss it. Like let's toss that bottle cap. Yeah. And when you grab it, you're gonna hide it, right? And I'm gonna right. say I'm gonna say either tails or head. Okay. Tails or head. Tails or tails. Heads or uh, heads or tails. Yeah. <laughs> And and if I get it right, yeah, then I get the oof. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Then I get I get the if I get the the wild card. You get the wild. So if you guess it right, you get wild card. Yeah. All right. If I guess it wrong, then I get the. Not that it's a bad beer or anything for that company, but it's just that it's it's heavy. <laughs> okay. So, look, okay. Look, look, okay. Let's put it this way. Yes. If you get it right, you get wild card. Yes. If I get it right, then it's my choice. Well, if I get it wrong, then you just get the if you get the wild card, then you know, like, does that make sense? Because you're flipping it, so I don't, I don't know what you're okay. getting. I won't see what you. Okay, getting. so if you get it right, you get wild card. If you yes. get it wrong, I get wild card. That's what you're saying, basically. Yes. All right, here we go. Yeah. So we'll call it. Okay. Ready? So heads is gonna be the the company, the the brand. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. So which one do you want? You want black, okay. or do you want bronze or whatever bronze. the hell is called? Okay. okay. All right. Which so one do you want? Bronze will be right. So okay. Well, I mean, Whatever, just, just, just I mean, basically, just call flip it. that shit. <laughs> which which one do you want? I want uh, I want black. Ah, <laughs> grab another one. <laughs> grab another one. All we right. have like fifty there. Hey. Should, should I just see what it was in? No, no, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Be no, cool, no, no, no. Here we go. Blooming. Company. I want black or whatever color that is. <laughs> which one is it? I'm black or bronze? Black. And which one is black? Uh, I get the wild card. Okay, so black is you get wild card. Yes. Damn, I get wild card. God. I get freaking nine point eight. I actually want the nine. <laughs> I actually want that one. <laughs> okay, so what'd you get then? I actually want. I actually want the. Uh... Oh, fat tire. Is uh, it wild card or that was wild card? You know, it was safe. I felt like just in case. Yeah, it's safe. I'll, Just I'll, in case somebody didn't, you know, someone thought the real heavy was too much. Then uh, all right, for the sake of this video, how about you just get the the nine point eight? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gladly, okay. Gladly. So that was all for nothing, guys. So welcome back to <laughs> Pleb Talk, episode five, part yeah, pop two. Open. Pop that open. Um, we actually had a, a long conversation between the uh, the first part and and this part because uh, we we're just talking about some some analytics, some. Uh, pleb on pleb talk uh but we are now back so actually topic of number two uh i'm sorry part two of this video is, is quite interesting because 
is something that we've talked about briefly before, but never I feel really like in with depth. this topic, everyone has thought about it at some point. I don't know about that. I, I feel don't like know about that. Everybody has thought about this. There's something like egotistic about this topic too. About it, you know, like you kind of yeah. have to like think of yourself pretty highly to have this thought in your head. Mm-hmm. But what are we talking about? We're talking about if you and I ruled. No, no, just you. Just oh, you. just me? Yeah. So I, like, I think I think you and I just so we could you know convene and uh, convince each other otherwise. Okay. Okay. Sure. 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 So I think if you and I ruled the world. What would be the grand scheme, uh, the major rules of it, you know? Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so where do you want to start? Okay, so right off the top, we should talk about automated vehicles. So should we have... So Cuba, for example, if you guys don't know, Cuba like stopped importing vehicles, I believe, like in the 50s or 60s. So all of the vehicles, as far as I've never been, so as far as I know... Like 80, 90, maybe 100% of the vehicles are from pre-50s or 60s. Wow. If I don't... Uh, I, I didn't know that, that honestly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. They have something like that. They have some sort of, like, embargo. I mean, I do know that they were all, like, old American cars, but I yes. didn't know that was the reason why. Yeah. So, they have some sort of... Okay. You can search that up. We're plebs. But something yeah. like that. Something along the line. So, they stopped. I don't know why. I, don't, I mean, maybe it's because of, like, foreign business. Maybe they, they want to, like, start producing their own vehicles. Mm. I don't know if they have their own vehicles or not. Uh, but for the most part, their vehicles are, you know, pre-60s. So okay. would you incorporate some sort of root law? No. Uh, okay. Well, Neither would I. kind of, yeah. <laughs> oh, kind of, yes. Kind of. Explain. Uh, we would not be, I say we, we would not be incorporating uh, such laws um, because, well, maybe, maybe so. I don't really know how to word this. Let's put it this way. Yes. I see it as there would be no cars. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's a lot harsher, I think, than... Only stopping. trains. Okay. Only subways. Yes. Only bikes. So despite you being a car enthusiast and a driving enthusiast, yes. you in your own world or, or country would completely just stop the manufacturing and the import of foreign vehicles. Is that correct? <laughs> So how does that what? Yeah. Explain that. So Look, so you're you, you I'm, love cars. I'm putting away my bias. And um, I'm putting it for the greater good. Okay. For okay. Um, a country that does not pollute and okay. a country that promotes mass transit and walking. Okay. So there'll still be pollution because of factories, I'm sure you're producing your own Sure, but I mean you, like you take away the cars. It's a big that's part. massive. That's a big part. That's massive. Hmm, I didn't. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. Really? I would have vehicles. Well, see the, the thing about. I mean, the way you you put it sounds pretty nice. So putting vehicles also adds, like I said, human error from the last part. You know, accidents and and traffic. No more. And bicycles, bicycles and subways and trains. Wow, man. Um. I mean, if you perfected those three. Yes. Uh forms of transport it would be pretty efficient it really mm-hmm. would then again we're talking about big cities so los angeles we've been talking about los angeles dude los angeles if they only use bicycles okay public transport which is trains so and subways counter me then i'm sorry counter me then that'd be packed i mean think about tokyo have you seen those like those videos of the people like in, in subways <laughs> even like london or, or, or uh new york okay they're the same like okay. how do you see how packed those things get man I don't know if that's a good idea. I mean, then you, you, you then say... Then counter me. 
So you can say, okay, we can use bicycles. Okay, bicycles are very easy to use for the most part. Mm-hmm. But man, overweight in America, people overweight, obesity. This is in America. This is a, uh, you know. What about taxis? Gagata. What about taxis? You know taxis. Ah, uh, what about taxis? Or buses, rather. Buses, I'm... yeah. I could, I could do, I could settle with buses. Counter me with buses, yeah. And I will bend with buses, okay. Bikes, buses, subways, and trains. It's not. Uh, it's hard to count on you because it's a good idea if it, everything works per- or properly. Rather. Okay. If everything works properly, then sure, why not? But it's just unfortunately, human error also means uh, people not working properly. And I think that I think you're <laughs> gonna have to allude to some sort of taxis, and then if not taxis, then like personal vehicles. Ah, oh, man, that's a good one. That is a good one, though. If like I said, if everything's working properly. Mm-hmm. If not, then there's a lot of counters I got for you. You can gas prices me. would probably go down, mm-hmm. but then there'd be no need for gas. Supply prices. and demand would be much lower. Yeah, yeah. Companies, yeah, companies would hate you. Yeah, companies. That's fine. Gas companies would hate you, like, dude, because I don't know what trans use. I mean, it was like electrics. Uh, some use magnets. Magnets, you yeah, know, so magnet electricity, trains, something like that. Yeah. Um, electricity for the most part. Maybe just buses will be the only one using your your gasoline in your country. So, and even then, those could be electric. Yeah, I'll prefer yeah, those to be electric. So, yeah. gas companies, petroleum countries, co- companies would hate you. Oh, yeah, that's fine. So, they'd be, uh, what is it called, uh, lobbying against you? That's uh, First off, there would not be lobbyists okay, well, in the those, country. Those Shell, freaking Exxon, uh, they, they all would be doing some sort of That's lobbying. like just an American thing. All right, this isn't America. This is, uh, you know, <laughs> Ublongagata. You okay. Know, it's um, wow, man, I, I'm surprised you said that. So, were you being the the king, president, uh, mm-hmm. leader? I don't know what you would call yourself. Premier. Would you have your own <laughs> La Ferrari, your own R34, your own uh, S2000? See, if you do, I won't be pissed. In another country. Wait, what? In another country. What does that mean? I would have it in another country. So you'd legal. be a world leader, but you you just wouldn't have your own cars. You'd have them in like in Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> and what good does that do you in Zimbabwe? <laughs> that what? I could use it. it. They have dirt roads over there. What? what? <laughs> well, not Zimbabwe. Let's say uh, just in London, in Germany. You know, mm. I have my you know my Pagani Zonda R. Now, do you think there's anything beautiful about driving with other drivers on the road? In a way, yes. In a way, yes. Okay. Um, Even just driving to work every morning. Yeah. um, I do see it in the sense of like, let's say I'm driving and, you know, I'm hustling to get to work. Um, I slept in a little bit. Even then, you know, I'm in the fast lane. Um, Just seeing a car move out of the fast lane over. I know the person saw me. Yeah. They saw that I was hustling. I feel like there was... Respect. Respect. I feel like there was a little bit of a dance in between us. Oh, um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do feel, you know, that in some sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're taking a lot away from that in your world, but... Okay. I am. I am, but it's for the better. Let's move on. Besides transportation, what about um, something like... Well, I mean, first off, I mean, do you, do you agree... 
So I agree. Like I said, if everything worked properly, man, which I, I highly doubt. But <laughs> you, so you don't think? Okay, so if you don't think everything worked properly, what's your counter? So my counter is like I'm thinking New York. So I'm think when I think New York, when I even when you see videos right now, when public transportation is a thing, or you can drive your own cars is a thing, even walking, even bicycling, public transport transportation, subways, and I don't know if they have trains in over there, but just subways and taxis are just a mess. Yeah, an absolute mess. So when I think big cities like that. Your idea would work perfectly in in Chuchuwa in yeah. Idaho, right? That's where we're living, bro. Chuchuwa, Idaho, you know, yeah. down the street, downtown where the capital is, uh, the state capital is, it'll work fine. But mm-hmm. in New York, it just wouldn't work. This you would New York, bro. This is uh, this is our country. Well, I'm, I know, but sure, like, there's be a hot spot for museums, a hot spot for okay, music. Okay, put it concerts. this way: it's population caps per city. Okay, so now we're we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah. If there's a population cap per city, hundred thousand per city. Oh, heck no. <laughs> so who are you moving to? Chuchuchuibibi, freaking, freaking Kansas. Who's going to go live over there? So you're forcing people to go live over there because they have like twenty people that live over there. Hundred thousand per city. Hundred thousand. What's wrong with that? That's literally like like. How do I how do I even put that? That's like. Visitors to one museum per day, like the Louvre, they probably have a hundred thousand visitors per day. So you're saying everybody counter me that, then? I'm sorry, counter me then. That just wouldn't work. First of all, oh man, because if you're saying a hundred thousand, there has to be cops, there has to be firefighters, there has to be lawyers. Counter me, four hundred thousand. Okay, so 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 you're moving up. Because what is what is a big city? So look, what is th- look? This is. This is a foundation here, right? You're a founder. I'm a founder. All right, <laughs> counter me. I mean, we 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 got to come to agreements here. This is, I mean, this is our country. Okay, I think four hundred thousand. Wait, what the heck? Look, this is our country trying to make it the most efficient, yeah, as possible, with the least so I'm amount of like problems. Families, I'm thinking families. Like, okay, you know, right now our our city cap is met. I'm sorry, daughter, that was just. Yeah, working in Europe, you can't come back yet. I guess. Uh, because... you, 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 I mean, you just can't move in. I mean, you gotta, you know, either move to a surrounding city. So how does like traveling work? How does like I want to go see? Uh, I want to go the see... bus, take the train, take the subway. No, no, no. I'm, so I'm saying like I want to go see okay, a look. PSG game. How would I go see a PSG game if they're already at four hundred thousand? You can visit. But you can't live there as a resident. Okay, so it's like a like a one month cap. What do you mean one to, month cap? Like I can, I can only be there for a month. You can't be there as a resident. Okay, there's so many ways around that. We're <laughs> talking about way? like yeah, there's I could just live in a, some sort of some attic. Okay, look if you could li- if you say you could live in some attic, yes. where are you gonna work? I, I think it's at least the problems. I'm thinking How? like I'm thinking World War Two with uh, Anne Frank. Okay, I mean, that's one person. Working. She was quite young. But... That's one person. Well, there's a family up there. Okay, that's three people. <laughs> For several months. Okay. Like I said, that's three people. But and... like I said, that is someone with their back up against the wall yes. where yes. they have no other option. So now, are we having like patrol officers going to house to house? Hey, are the same three people still work, are living here? No, yes, we're not. We're so not. that's way easier then. That's leeway. Look, I'm not I'm not talking about strict Nazi Germany rules. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about having a population cap that kind of um, expects 
humans to try to take advantage of, you know, the leeway. So if it's 400,000 and at the end of the day, if someone tries to take, you know, multiple families try to take advantage, it really turns into 410,000. Who cares? We're still in the so buffer zone. So you there's something beautiful about people wanting to live out in the, in the ranches and farms. And Think the- about the real estate. You know, someone takes, you know, someone takes a gamble and say, you know what? I think this is going to be the next big city. Well, there can't be any big cities if well, it stops at 400. This is going to be the next, you know, big place that people are going to want to live. I think considering how many people we have on this earth, I think that it immediately there'd be no big cities. Look, 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> how big do you think? Look, we will raise the cap based off of uh when a certain amount okay first off there's got to be a buffer zone yes let's say uh 50 miles to the next city okay and i i I say 50 miles to the next city so it allows the city to grow and the city will grow even though it has a four hundred thousand population limit that once enough surrounding places happen you know have also reached the population cap then we can expand it to say, all right, look, now we can allow this city 600,000. Mm. So, counter, just see, see what you say. Right, yeah, counter me. Right now, oh, I'm sorry, in 2019, mm-hmm. the population of New York, I don't know what that jurisdiction is, okay. but New York. Yeah. In look, 2019. Look, this is a major city, though, New York. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Is 8.4 million. Yeah. So we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about a lot of people who are living in like massive high-rise condos and like apartments, where it's sure. like ten thousand people per building, basically. Okay, no. <laughs> look, I, look okay, I know no. I'm exaggerating, but there's a yes. lot of people per building. Maybe a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Per so. building, per one building. Okay, so there's eight point two. Uh, you said four hundred thousand. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm just spitballing here. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Just, just trying to counter you spitballing as well. 8.2 million people that are now displaced back in 2019. Where the F do they go? What? I'm not displacing anybody. Look, I'm, look, I told you, we're not governing America. We're governing our own country. Our own world or whatever. Our own world, yeah. Sure, sure. But where do these people go? So they'd have to now go to... New York? Yes. Look, look, our own country, we're not starting with a population of a billion people. Okay, so what are you We're not starting with a population of 300 million people. Okay. We're starting a population of X amount of people. I didn't say we're starting amount. I didn't say that all of a sudden we start a country. Okay. And boom, we have 10 million people. Figure out what to do so with them. So you start from the get-go. We'll I'm have... talking about start from the get-go. Like, this is a new country. We found this plot of land the size of Europe. So the thing I disagree with this is that if you start like that, then of course the... Um, the norm would be that. So then people probably would be okay with it. Yeah, that's fine. If, that's great. So if we start like that, then sure, you could get Look, a lot. I told you from the beginning. Yeah. This is our own country. This isn't America. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm just... I mean, we could start with London or, or Milan or, or, I don't know, some other city. It doesn't have to be America. I'm just thinking America is just what I know the most. I'm saying this is our own country, though. Oh, country or this, world? No, this is our own country. Okay. Like, like a country the size of Europe. So, okay, so what we want now, so let's say we have a country like Croatia. Okay, I mean, that's pretty tiny, considering okay, I just said um, the size of Europe, but yeah. What's a big country that doesn't really have a lot of population? Maybe Canada? Canada, yeah. That's okay, Canada. So, we can start with Canada. So, as a country, you want tourism. 
You want people migrating to your company to... I said citizens. You cannot be... 400,000 is the resident limit. Yes. Of people who live in that city. Okay, so tourists is fine. Okay. Tourists is fine. But you kind of want migrants, like professionals from like other countries... Sure. Uh, for example, they can migrate. Doctors, they okay. can migrate. They can nationalize. Say we're we're in a city that it's already kind of reached its cap. I know you're talking about some sort of like miles uh, uh, jurisdiction, or, or yeah. so we kind of need these this family to move in, but we kind of don't have space, or or really the law doesn't. Accept. Why would you need a family to move in? For example, some sort of uh, like professional in some sort of field it can be medicine it could be law it could be um some sort of it could be something that we need or that country needs rather look i look look like i said already four hundred thousand is you know uh the number yes but that's built in with like a buffer sure 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 i, I see what you mean but say like a company within that com- or within that country or city okay let's say like tesla was founded there all right something like or i don't want to go back to tesla say a Ferrari or something like that, and they have they want an engineer from from Switzerland to move in because they they really know their their stuff in engines and stuff like that. But we're kind of at that cap. How can we hire this this individual from Switzerland if we have no space for them in in the city? Look, I said the cities are fifty miles away. Yeah, okay. fifty miles with a maglev subway is nothing inconvenience that's not inconvenience at all i think it is that's 20 minutes if it works japan has maglev trains that go 200 miles an hour if it works it does work in japan what about in in canada it, it will uh, i mean i'm not talking we're going to be living in the arctic hmm. <laughs> but then 50 miles is pretty close to each other too we're talking like major cities Look, every 50 miles. I'm talking miles. major cities every 50 miles and the expansion. That's so close. The expansion is a 10 mile uh, diameter. So you add 10 miles to the diameter so per 60. every city. So it would be 30 miles. Assuming that both cities expanded. That seems so forced to where <laughs> it just wouldn't work. You see what I mean? Like, there's just so many, I don't like, see it. I don't see it. I see it. It works perfect. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't, I don't I understand where you're finding a flaw or where you're, or where you're finding a problem. There's also there also be a lot of gentrification. Gentrification. Why? Because like, why not ramp up the prices of let's say this, there's a Ferrari uh, uh, compound or, or company or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Factory. Factory. Okay. Factory. In in your city or one of the cities, and you know obviously if you work at Ferrari and you're like an engineer, then you probably get paid a lot. Mm-hmm. So why not just pay more for a local uh, home or apartment near that factory instead of going fifty or thirty miles? Then or, go buy someone out. It's a free market. Free buy someone out, which means gentrification. That doesn't mean gentrification. Because if you're working at the Walmart, or you're if, buying or, somebody out. You're not buying a whole neighborhood out. You're buying no. one person out. Right. Gentrification is not buying one person out. It's buying a lot of people out. You know, it's the government. Buying a lot of people out. You're no. one person buying one person out. Buying people out. It's not the market. It's like okay, if we're having a, a Ferrari dealership look, 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 next to look. this neighborhood, why not look, ramp up the gentrification? Prices? I don't know if you, if you ever seen the South Park episode um, of of um, of Soda Sopa. I doubt you have. Yes. 
South Park nailed it on the head. Yes, I haven't seen okay? it. Okay, it's basically a whole community, yes. a whole city, yes. buying out a place. It's not one person buying one person out. Right. So listen to this. I, I guess you're saying, but we're talking about several engineers at Ferrari. Okay. Inst- so rather than having that... First off, gentrification... No, I'm going to interrupt Gentrification is... Uh, a uh, upper class person yes. buying out a lower class area. Yes. Why would a upper class per a Ferrari engineer yes. buy out a place in the slums? No, I'm not talking about slums. I'm not talking about slums. I'm saying the factory is, is near a neighborhood. It doesn't have to be slums. It could be a, a okay neighborhood. Okay. People at that neighborhood work work at you know they're probably teachers. They're probably so. What if what if Ferrari builds their factory next to a high-end neighborhood and this engineer buys out a buys out a high-end resident which they won't because they could they could but they won't it would be convenient for ferrari you are only saying it's gentrification because you are assuming it's a lower income person i'm not even saying lower i'm talking like middle class it could be middle class so middle class means people like teachers it could be you know look you're paying them out okay so you're paying you're paying them out several of them no you're paying that family out and then what about the next engineer Okay. Well, you're assuming that it's engineer after engineer after engineer after engineer. Yeah, I'm talking about factory, not a dealership. A dealership is a lot easier because dealerships you got to just sell the cars. If you're engineering uh, Ferrari, you're also assuming that you're also assuming that they're buying out the same neighborhood. Well, if it's right next to it and the prices are pretty low already, you're also you're also missing the point of a free real estate, free market system. That if for if having the Ferrari factory there. Raises the real estate yes. all around it. Yes. I mean, is it going to go up or is it going to go down? It's going to go up 100%. 100%. 100%. So if it goes up, yes, you're only giving that person who lives there before the engineer more money to where that engineer has to pay him out even more. Okay. And it might not matter to the engineer, but to the person living there, the rent or the, the mortgage. Okay, but they're getting more money. They're getting more money. There's more it, happiness. It might, not, it might not be to the level as you know they'd want it though. So what I'm saying, you see what I'm saying though. Eventually, I don't see what you're saying. Eventually, because be- it only plays into that person's hand who's getting bought out. Because if they're getting bought out, that means they got their price. They got the money that they wanted. It won't always be the price. It won't they got the money be- they wanted. No, it won't they be got the price the they, they wanted. wanted. You know the way that you're talking, you're making it sound like that they were forced to get bought it. If, if they say no, 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 they say no. No, no, no. I mean, if they can afford the rent going up, the mortgage going up. And that's fine. Let's say they afford it. Well, let's say they, they can't. Why? Why can't they? Because maybe they work as a night shift at, at a local uh, supermarket uh, as a manager, and they're uh, they're barely making it at, at that so place. So why are you living in a higher income neighborhood then well it wasn't a higher income before the ferrari company was there or the factory was there then move to a different place that's what i'm saying it doesn't make sense you're moving to a different place look if you if you cannot afford to live in the area that you're living that's just saying that you are not living within your means no no so before the ferrari factory sean i don't think you understand before that factory i don't think you're understanding so you know where i live now right so over here in utah it's it's i mean you kind of live near utah as well so there's not much going on here, but if there was to be a factory, a Ferrari factory, or whatever factory, it could be a Toyota, it doesn't matter, really. Uh, they kind of make the same amount of money. If anything, Toyota I, By the way, makes- personally, I don't think a Ferrari, a Ferrari factory isn't going to raise land value. I really don't think so. Okay, well, that's a start, though. Okay. Kind of like Tesla down in South Texas. Uh, the engine- I mean, did it, did it raise land value? Oh, it's going to. It's going to for sure. It's going to. You say it's going to. Well, once it makes it, of course, there's businesses that come around with it, you know? 
So there's like mm-hmm. this that comes up and then this comes up. So I'm talking to, in the grand scheme of things, 100%, the the land value is going to go up, mortgages are going to go up, rent is going to go up. I mean, because like I'm saying, we can go back. To, sure, why not use Tesla? Down in South Texas in, in Bronzeville, I believe. Not Bronzeville? Much, really? It's in Bronzeville. So not much oh. is going on in I Bronzeville thought, I thought right they did now. did in Austin, didn't they? Uh, that's... That's some. I think it's like a gigafactory, something like that. But something's. Okay. Oh, you know what? It's Star X. I'm sorry. Star. I'm sorry. SpaceX, SpaceX in in Bronzeville. <laughs> oh, okay. So I think uh, Austin might be Tesla. I'm not sure, but whatever. In Bronzeville, there's not much going. This is a perfect example. There's not much going on right now in Bronzeville before Tesla. Or I'm sorry, before Elon Musk. Now that Elon Musk is is building a SpaceX company, you can imagine the amount of engineers, uh, software engineers. That are, are applying there and getting jobs and getting paid hundreds of thousands to what work about there. The, what about the engineers yes. who are homegrown in Brownsville? Which are probably very few because there's no big colleges there. I mean, let's say let's say they're from Brownsville. They they go to college in Houston and they want to move back to their home. Okay. Because that's where their family is. Okay. So why not? But that's to be a percentage of those engineers. So it can't be all 100% of uh, engineers. Of course that not. Are, of course so not. There'll be some from... I don't know, San Francisco. But you're acting like a city can't have a wealthy area and it can't have an average area. Okay. But to get a wealthy area in Bronzeville, which right now there probably isn't much of, right? I mean, I, you, I don't know Bronzeville that, that much. I have some friends that are from there, but there isn't much of a wealthy area already. It might be a neighborhood, like a single cul-de-sac. Sure. But because of that SpaceX company, there will be a whole, maybe Look, a street or block of it look this is a city like i said i mean i don't know if you agreed on it yet this is a city of four hundred thousand people okay so that's, we're not we're that's not what I'm al- saying we're not allowing unlimited growth i if understand it, if it creates a city of rich people then it creates a city of rich people who cares that's a problem why is that a problem because because what <laughs> Because at the end of the day... It's attractive. How? Because at the end of the day... What if I'm working from home and I'm wealthy? Like a wealthy position... Listen, listen. At the end of the day, the city still has to have business. If the city still has business, it still requires a certain amount of people who are in the middle class that are running Mm. regular businesses. That's the problem. Those middle class people will have to do do all the traveling. All the wealthy people will be able to live downtown or within their, their... jurisdiction or distance to their if you're position. a wealthy person you're going to want to live right next to where you work exactly right next to where you work yes. you're asking look what is this, a walmart is, is... you are thinking on the way you are talking yes you're making it sound like there's four hundred thousand engineers working at ferrari there's other businesses exactly other and other engineers or other <laughs> lawyers or other doctors or something like that what if because there's like there's like subways, right? There's there's a McDonald's at every corner. There's the Starbucks is at every corner. Yeah, and regular people are gonna own them. Yes. Now, there how still far need, do you there think there still needs to be cashiers? Yes. There still needs to be burger flippers. Yes. So what's the problem? So how far do you think they'll have to live to get to the job? If we're in a, like San Francisco is such a big a good example because all of the big uh, technology uh, technological companies are there: Google, Yahoo, I'm sure. Uh, t- so how far do you think, if there's a cap to the amount of people that can live in a certain city, how far do you think they'll have to travel per day just to work at a Starbucks? Look, like I said, it's look even if even even if it is that way. Yes, it's fifty miles from city edge to city edge. 
50 miles. Then why not just quit their job and work at a Starbucks near their house? And then Starbucks will go out. See, that's just. Look, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going to have to draw, uh, draw a dang diagram for you or something. It just doesn't work. What do you want? What do you want? Because so, you're not countering me. You're just giving me scenario after scenario. And I feel yeah. like I'm answering it, but you just won't accept it. I, so I what just, do you want? So the thing is that when you have a cap to a city, which is 400,000, which is nothing compared Look, to if New you York. allow unlimited growth, you're going to see what happens to, you know, L.A. It's basically just city after city after city after city bunched up together, grid-like section that doesn't work where traffic is just built up upon car after car after car after car where no one can even walk anywhere. It's just so, gridlocked the entire time. I don't time. think having a cap on the population is necessarily the answer. Look, I told you time after time, time after time again, counter me. What do you want? So I'll, San Francisco, for example, <laughs> I'm talking about population and gentrification. So firsthand, I know people, family members. Why do you, okay, first off, let me interrupt you. Yes. You keep saying gentrification. Yes. Gentrification. Yes. Why is it even bad? Why is gentrification bad? Why is it bad? Look, if you're buying out someone who is in a lesser economic uh, situation, you're buying them out. You're giving them their price point. They agreed. You're not giving to the their price point. You're kind of giving them like a bad alternative. The the only option they have. You're, no, it's not. Look, if it you're is. giving them, if look, everyone has their price. If you are giving them their price, yes. Well, you're. It's win win. Okay, in most cases you're not giving them the price, but sure. If you are giving them, if they said, "Look, I'm not selling. Look, I'm happy being here. I'm not selling. Look, the land value is two hundred thousand. My house is worth a hundred thousand. Um." 300,000 in total. I'm not leaving here unless I get double that. They get double that. Boom. They're happy. They're 600,000. That's 300,000 more than they And that's not the case. Accepted. That's just not the case how it works. Look. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. In a fairy, fairy tale world where you, isn't get, a fairy. <laughs> where you put, okay, my house is worth this much and this is how much I want. You're gonna, I'm going to want look, this. If, that's look, not what happens. And if you say no, that's fine. Who cares? What's the problem? They still live there the then. Rent goes up. Rent goes up. Look, if they can't afford it, then sell. That's what I'm saying. What's so the you're, problem? You're selling to a price that you not necessarily want, but it's, you have no other option but to sell. That's so life. Right. That's life in a free market. Okay, well, that's what we call gentrification. Look, that's that's capitalism. That's and what that's called. That might be the downfall of capitalism. Okay, then. So, look, I like I told you time and time again, and you refuse to do it, counter me so i just did, are we, ta- we are we taking away capitalism that's fine so we look, just agree that this form of capitalism is a downfall and if we agree with that we can move look, on i have always said capitalism look if you know me you know that i think capitalism is not the way so that being said counter me it okay. doesn't this doesn't have to be a capitalistic country so we just agree that capitalism in that sense of hey, you have no other option go out or pay the price is bad can sure. we agree with that um no 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 I'm not with that, but I, I don't see capitalism is the pure way. Okay, so we're going uh, before we go into capitalism and what's the right way. <laughs> I just want to make sure that gentrification really is either you get with the program or you're out of the program type of thing. Sure. Okay. So with these prices, I I see what you're saying, but. What happens more often than not is like, hey, I have this guy that's willing to pay two thousand or twenty five hundred per rent. You're only paying eighteen hundred right now, so either you start paying twenty three hundred or you're out. You're okay. Look, by the way you're speaking, yes, you're speaking as if that person 
has a landlord. Yes, which is a lot of most most of the cases is like that, but it could, the prices go up other ways as well. A landlord means that you're basically renting from an apartment. If you own or the house. land, or I mean the house, but that no 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 that's not a house is based off a mortgage. Or, or once you pay your mortgage, you're good. No no I mean. You could be renting a house. From a person. Right. Or a company. I mean, the company's not going to, you know, raise your rates. I mean, your it mortgage does. is your mortgage. Well, it increases your, your rates depending on the location you're in. So, if Your mortgage? If, no, no, no. Your, no. Your, or, or the rates. The, the worth the of your house is the worth of your house. But it goes up or down depending on a lot of things. Look, if your house is $200,000. Yes. Ferrari builds a dealership. Yes. And all of a sudden, your worth is how. And all of a sudden, your house is worth a million dollars. Yes. You're not paying the difference. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Because that's the way you're talking. Oh, that, no, no, that's no. what it sounds like. No, no, no. I see what you mean. No, but your price. I mean, your house value can go up, but not necessarily Absolutely. the prices you're you're paying per month or, or whatever. hundred percent. Now, of course, if you buy the house or the house is yours, then more power to you because it's your house. Because and- you said that they're gonna raise their rates. On they're gonna raise their rent when you're renting, and that's like you're talking about a landlord. No, no, no. yeah. So when you're owning the house, yes. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. When you're renting would... the house, when you're renting the house, so and that's a that's a very small subsect of people. I don't know. That's very very small. I don't know. That's very very small to that. where people are owning houses. Well, there's also like taxes the that come along with the house. <laughs> Let's just get on to the next topic. Sure. Let's just get on. Uh, what was I? Oh, so capitalism. I don't know if we want to get into that. Uh, capitalism. As far as if it's the right or wrong, I, well, what did what did uh was it um uh Wilson not not Wilson um the English the English uh prime minister during World War Two uh Woodrow uh, oh um yeah Woodrow Woodrow Jackson Wilson. is that what it is it's Wilson, Woodrow Wilson it's not it's not him it's uh, I'm thinking of somebody else oh man I, this man, I is hitting. Up. Um, <laughs> Woodrow Wilson, the twenty eighth U.S. president. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It's a uh... UK. What year? Freaking Winston Churchill. Oh, okay. Winston, Winston Churchill. Churchill once said, "Correct me if I'm wrong." Yeah, he said, "The Democrat." Uh, I'm sorry. Democracy is not the best form of government, or is not. The perfect form of government, but it's the best one we have, I believe. Or is it capitalism? It can't be capitalism. There's no way, because that's just the dollar vote at that point. And that that the dollar vote takes away the vote from lower income people. Well, okay. Well, just so we don't stay quiet, he said <laughs> that the best one is uh, what we have now is just not the perfect one. Um. So you think there's a better form of government besides uh, you're saying capitalism, not not see capitalism. I, I don't I don't I mean maybe democracy. Yeah, I mean, I mean a democracy works in theory, but a democracy is also see. I feel like the way the flaw of democracy is uneducated people. Uh, elaborate. Um, so this is also one of my beliefs. Yes. Uh, one of my theories of a flaw of basically the U.S. Okay. Okay. I see a flaw in the U.S. where you're 18, you can vote. I do not think 18 is when you should be able to vote. 
Sooner or later. I think it should be like 25. Wow. Uh, That's late. 18, 19, 20. People are not paying attention to politics. They're literally Ah, voting. how you're brought up. Maybe you weren't. Absolutely not. Look, I know for a fact all the people I know, all the people I talk to in college, absolutely they are not. I can do. I can guarantee you. I watch. I watch the news. I can almost guarantee you four times, six times, eight times as much as you do. Um, like political news. Yes. Um, and I just do not see any of my friends doing that. And I mean, your friends, uh, that might not be a good start. <laughs> I think I've met some people back in my undergrad. I was like, okay, this guy knows what's up. And like I said, it depends on how you're brought up. Maybe your parents are lawyers. If your parents are lawyers, then you probably have a better understanding that someone is, you know, just works at. Some and that's my minor- and that's the minority. Okay, well, that's you know already disproves your point, but it doesn't it doesn't disprove it because it's a democracy. A majority rules. That's okay. the minority. Okay, but well, your point is that some twenty year olds may understand what. They're so doing. how are you gonna how are you gonna prove if you're twenty years old that you have the ability to vote? So I see what you're saying. Eighteen. Uh, well, see, I mean, well. Come you on, can't, you can't speak for everybody. I'm speaking for. I mean, the, so the U.S. Research, researchers depends on on a person. If look, I look, 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 listen, 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 listen. The U.S. speaks for everybody when they say 18, you can vote for the president. So why can I not speak for everybody when I say 25 should be? 25 is way too old. I don't or, think so. I really don't think so. Look, I mean, look, look, look. Even I understand what's going on was like at 22. I honestly don't think so. I really, I really don't think so. I mean, you don't have to understand much to vote. I mean, you can kind of. I don't think so. I think, look, politics is uh, one of the most grimiest things of all time. And I feel like, yeah, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, they say they might see that. Yeah. But I don't think they truly see what's happening uh, happening in the background so of politics. So what's truly happening in the background then that to an inform you 19 i'm sorry 18 19, 20 <laughs> what's really happening in the background that we have to know i'm just saying people they all have their own hidden agendas okay okay and i feel like 18 19 20 year olds are all easy uh i mean contrary to disbelief no disrespect to 18 19 20 year old 21 22 whatever less than 25 year olds i'm not saying you don't see the hidden agenda but that's the whole background of some politicians of easily manipulating the younger age groups for votes now you're also putting a lot of weight on voters from the age of 18 19 20 i guess up to 25 in the percentage of voters which is probably not much comparative so i feel like everybody up until the age of maybe 22 probably doesn't vote i don't believe that at all i mean look you went to college yes i went to college yes there were people hounding you oh, when okay. you were just outside saying hey are you registered to vote you know okay. vote, blah, 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 and blah, that's blah. fine and all but i'm talking, talking about the percentage of people that actually vote and show up on election day or the the early bird voting i don't think it's very much of them are or maybe maybe now a little bit more i think it's before. a lot i think it's a lot but just not as much as compared to from 25 to look 60. first off you're talking about america i mean that's what we're talking about that's what we're kind of i'm talking about our country Okay, well, okay, well, it depends on. Okay, we can't really like. What if there was a mandatory law, to where at the age of twenty five and above you had to vote? Okay, see, that's a bad start. <laughs> Counter me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Counter me. Because of, I I know there's a lot of people that are really into politics and follow them, 
But this is, I think, is a bigger majority uh, that don't give a two poops about what's going on in their politics because not much really changes in in the grand scheme of things, right? Whether it's you know in this in U.S. Uh, Democrats. Look, I see most less than twenty five people, uh, less than twenty five year old age group as um, uh, one topic voters. Oh. You know, they see, oh, you know, he said um, free college. Got to vote for this guy. Okay. I have to vote for this guy. And I think that's the problem. That they don't see the greater good of one politician just because that one politician said he doesn't believe in this when a majority of less than 25 people, less than, less than 25 year old people, you know, uh, agree or disagree or whatever. I see what you mean, but there's also points that uh, i'm sorry candidates make that may not really suit you or like okay this person's talking about um border control uh, well i'm a citizen i have no family that's really from the other side of the border so i really care less about his his uh, point of view or her point of view is on this topic but when it comes to this you know whether whether it's you know free college or whatever x y and z it may be i really care about because it affects me and my children and my my family so i think that's why those people don't really care about the other points because okay, it doesn't so, suit them. So do you agree or disagree that the look because I mean I think we have to come to agreement sure. somewhere. Sure. Do you agree or disagree that the age limit for voting should be upped? Oh man. Uh, because well, look so, that's that's just the US that yeah. said eighteen or above. Yeah. That's just what America said. Yes. What do you think? So we have to compare it to other things. Military. At what age can you be drafted into a... I think the age for drafting is 16. I, I, I mean, don't quote so, me on it. So if you could be drafted to fight for your country... Because I know for a fact you can join the military at 16. You just need a parent to sign off on it. Okay. If you have to be... Uh, I'm sorry. If you have the, the possibility of being drafted for your country at the age of 16, 17, 18... 16, I know for a fact. Okay, 16. And... Quite literally, take a bullet for your country. Mm-hmm. How could but you? But you still not, can't have a beer, uh, or yeah, even before having a cigarette or a beer or mm-hmm. uh, gamble. How could you not vote? Have the option to vote at, at the very least for who is making those decisions? Look, brain maturity isn't one hundred percent realized until twenty five years old. So why draft them into the military? Because that's what the U.S. says. Okay, like so, I said, this is our country. Okay, so we're talking about the U.S. right now, right? Are, are we not? Are we not talking about <laughs> I, Switzerland? I, I feel like you saying we're talking about the U.S. right now is deviating from the true topic of our country. Okay, so in our country, I would like scientists to okay. really figure out whether it is twenty-five or whatever <laughs> Look, it is. Full brain cognitive development and function yes. is not until twenty-five. Okay, so at what age do you think in our country should we start drafting? Uh, out, yeah, individuals for war. That's just the U.S. saying no, no. drafting for war. Okay, so you don't want to draft. No. Okay, so, so, so make you, it voluntary, just like a majority of the people. Well, sure. Join the we're military not, because we're not it's in war voluntary. Right now, but I'm sure back in World War II, there was a lot of involuntary drafting or people in, in war. Surely, I think that's only for like Vietnam. Okay, or for Vietnam, whatever. So in your, or I'm sorry, in our country, look, but that's just superpowers. You, you were talking about a superpower country. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Vietnam was a superpower country. The U.S. was a superpower country, which is which is why the U.S. was drafting. Yes. 
to win and which we still lost or they still lost or we still lost so at what age okay we're getting to something i, I want to get so i what i what i want is that at the point at, at the age you are being able to do something i'm sorry you're told to do something i also want you to have some sort of say within your politics or your realm of of government right so that's that's all i'm trying to get to so at what age do you think let's say your our country was in some sort of big war that we needed some people some some men and women at what age will you start drafting? If you're saying that you can't vote until you're 25 or older, at what age will you start drafting? We're talking about war. We're talking about like literally our government probably falling down or collapsing. Look, the point about drafting. Let's not change the subject, but yeah, go ahead. I'm not changing the subject. Go ahead. I'm just uh, trying to make you see the reason why uh, <clears throat> there is a draft. Yeah, because we're lacking people. Other than the fact, other than the fact that you're lacking people. Yeah. You're trying to pick males that are in physical good shape or okay. can be easily whipped into physical good shape. Okay. You cannot easily whip in a male at 40 years old into good shape. Okay. That's just genetics. Okay. So you have to choose younger. Okay. You have to. Okay. So what are we getting into this? What My point that? is I'm just trying to inform you. Yes. I, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Okay. So that so, being said, re, you know, reformulate your question. Okay, same question. At what age will you start considering individuals, men and women, to be drafted into your war? Let's army? put it this way. Costa Rica, for example. Now, I, I thought we were not talking about countries, but go ahead. <laughs> well, um, look, I said we're not talking about... I feel like you this entire time have been basing everything off of America. That's not. Whatever you want. I'm, I'm letting you choose a number. <laughs> I'm literally letting you choose look, a number. you have not even let me finish the question. Go ahead. Costa Rica, for example, does not have a military. Okay. You keep... Asking these questions based off that we are going to have all these enemies. You just don't know. Costa Rica doesn't know, but yet they don't have a military. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm putting it, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to test your, your country, or I'm sorry, our country to whatever possibility. And in this possibility, in this scenario. Look, you are, are also insinuating you're that there so is so hard to avoid this question. I'm not. I'm not. Give you are number. also insinuating that there is a draft. Yeah. Why okay. is there a draft? The okay. only reason why the U.S. Yes. has a draft, I think you're missing the point. The only reason why the U.S. had a draft is because they were lacking people in a war that they wanted. Okay. Costa Rica doesn't have a military. They don't have a war that they want. Okay. You are asking these questions as if that we have a war that we want. We may not want it, but it's happening. We have no option. Okay, Sean, I'm telling you, in there this scenario... Is, there is no war that we have. <laughs> Why not? We are at peacetime. Do you, I mean, do you want a war? No, I don't want a war, but... Do you I want a war? Okay, does... Country um, wants a war. Okay, does... Does... Does Mozambique have a draft system? I don't know. Not every country has a draft system in place. Okay, maybe we don't. So, okay, so are we just saying that... Okay, we're at war, Sean. Our country, whatever you <laughs> oh, want to call it. Oh, now we're at war. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, we're... In this scenario, I'm trying to test it. I'm trying to test it. So, in, to test it, you have to put okay. scenarios up, right? Sure, yeah. Okay, so I'm putting this scenario up. Where our country, for whatever reason, maybe because we aren't allowing any more immigrants because we're maxed out on all our 10 cities or whatever the heck it is. I didn't say we're maxed out on 10 cities. I just said 400,000 per city. Okay. Well, we're maxed out on all our cities. Okay. And we're, we're at war for whatever reason. Okay. That's beyond the point. Whether we want it or not, we, we probably don't want war. I don't think any country wants war, to be honest with you. I, I, I can't think of any right off the top of my, my head. But we're at war with our neighbor country. For whatever reason, because whatever. If you want an example, I can give you an example. But it's for whatever reason. 
we are kind of losing this battle now because uh, I guess we don't have the right personnel. Okay, at- so in that case, we have voluntary people, of course, that goes into the military. Okay. And then we have a mandatory 25%. What does that mean? 25% of males. At what age does it start? Uh, I say it starts at um, 20 years old. So if there's a 25 mandatory, mm-hmm. so we call it a draft. Okay. <laughs> right? That's what a draft is. It's like, okay, from this percentile. We call it the lottery. Right. That's that's what happened in, in Vietnam. I believe it was like by last name or something. Whatever. A draft. You're 21. You're in shape. You're the right height. Or maybe you're not in shape, but you, shape, but you can be in shape. Uh, you can uh, smoke a cigarette now. You can actually drink now. But you can't vote yet. But you have to go fight our neighboring country. See, I think, I think you are so, um, you're holding on with the fact. Yes. Or not even the fact. You're holding on to your own belief. Yes. That a vote is basically as equal as your life. I, I feel like you see well, as. What's more? Um, life. I mean, your life. That. Okay, You're so alive. why not vote if it's such a small percentile of what your life is worth? Why not be able to vote? Because at the end of the day, your mind, your brain yes. doesn't have the cognitive function. But yet you can go hold the gun and go perhaps even kill yourself for whatever reason because you might Yes, not... exactly. Okay. You can go, you can train 18 year olds, 19 year olds, 20 year olds, 21, 22, how to be great killers. The, milita- the U.S. military has proven that. Okay, we're back to USS, US, but... I'm not. just saying, the US must prove that if the US can do it, any other country can do it, because that just shows proof of concept. Okay, so, even though you're putting a lot of value on a vote <laughs> as well, you're also saying a vote, Matt, I mean, not, sure, it doesn't matter, go ahead and vote, but it also really doesn't matter in the big grand scheme of things, right? Is that what you're saying? So, you're one vote for the thousands, that, you know, it fluctuates <laughs> like hundreds and thousands, and over here, this one's at like 20,000, so one vote... So you're, you're putting a lot of value on a vote as well. <laughs> and less value in our life. I'm putting more value in a quality of a vote. Which is valued at the same. Uh, whether look, it's... look, look. I mean, you hear U.S. news, okay? I don't mean to bring the U.S. back, but I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just trying to show you the poor example of it. Yeah. You see the U.S. news. Yeah. Tell me a completely unbiased news source. The Onion. <laughs> Am I wrong? It's a um, it's a news source of um, parody. Parody, yeah. So it's not technically news. Well, see, then we're getting different questions or to- uh, topics as far as like agendas. And no, that's... I'm look. What I'm saying is the problem is you are seeing it. I be- you're seeing it either as um, political agendas. Um, and I feel like the U.S. has it the wrong way in the sense of a two-party system. I'm not saying our, our, you know, country has a two-party system. I'm not saying it has the French system. Which it does. Our country does does not have the two-party system. The U.S.? No, our country, the one that we are making, is not going to have the two-party system. I will tell you that right now. I will never agree on the two-party system. Okay. Because I feel like that just, that promotes, um... Agendas. 
not agendas, but that that just promotes people from separating from unity. Okay. Uh, it just, you know, it, it's like the whole, you know, saying of, you know, don't talk about religion and don't talk about politics, you know, with random people or something, you know? Look, man, all I, was, all I was trying to say there is that if you're able to fight for your country, fight for your country, and potentially give up your life at for something you really didn't want to be in in the first place, and you had no say over what you were going to be in. So why should you be given the right to vote? Exactly. Why? So, so you should be given you the... You tell me why. I'm going, I'm going to. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, can I get there? Get there. If you have the opportunity to vote for somebody that's a little bit more provocative, perhaps like a candidate that's like more like against the country that's right next to you, maybe hates for whatever reason or or has a lot of things to say about that country, then why not be able to vote or have the opportunity at least? You tell me why. I'm going to. Okay. Why not have the opportunity to vote for that for that candidate that's a little bit more passive? And then maybe wants to find some sort of middle ground with that country and compromise. So tell me. Because if you are able, or I'm sorry, you're you're uh, a candidate or being subjected to potentially join this war that you ha- that you have no say in, then you should be able to be able to vote for an individual that perhaps lines up with your ideals more no. than the other. No. If you're over, then I mean, maybe 18 is fine. Maybe 18 is. I don't know. 18 is not fine. I'll tell you that right now. I don't in know. My opinion, 18 is not fine. I don't know what the the science is behind brain uh, capability. I'll tell you right now, you do not have full cognitive function at 18. I mean, I will tell you, I, at 23, I had a pretty good idea of what was going but on. But I will look. That's just facts, though. That at 23, you will, you do not have full very brain development. It depends on a lot of people, you know. And like I said, even people that grow up differently, I'm, I'm sure that even you at 23 were like, you had a pretty good understanding. See, I thought so, but I feel like now, now, even though I thought at 23 that I did have a good understanding, uh, a good understanding. It's probably better, I, but I, I think I at feel that like age, now I feel like I have such a better understanding of how the world works. And not only that, of how at 23, I thought I knew it, but I really didn't. I would say, and I'm right hand on my my heart i'm saying at 23 i had a solid understanding of what was going on like look i knew you when i was 23 i'm sorry and i i knew you when i was 23 and i can tell you you do not have a full understanding. i wasn't 23 when you were 23 i know so and i'm like, saying when i was okay when you were 23 yeah i can tell you you do not have a full understanding of uh true global events i disagree see and <laughs> and that's fine and that's fine that's how this works but I mean, I'm saying that I think at 23. I mean, I'm not trying to say that to put the, the age at 23, but I think 23, for me personally, I had a solid understanding of what was going on. Look, a solid. I'm not saying an expert. I didn't know exactly what this candidate was rooting for or what he was or she was saying. But at 23, I, I could be able to vote intelligently with with purpose. That's what you think. I with and I'll say it with with like I say with my right hand on my my right hand on my heart. But see, that's what you think. Yeah, sure. With your right hand on your you heart. Could, you could test me. You could put a scientist and maybe he'd say, like, oh, you didn't really know about taxes. And you might be right. But everything else, I think I have a good... Okay, whatever. That's beyond the point. You guys tell me uh, what I, age... You, I really think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. On because... this one, I think so. Because 25... I mean, I'm 25 now. And yep. I, I'm thinking I've already... I've been in the game game for a while so i think it's before 25 for sure i mean i i got one year over uh over you on this yeah so uh i guess we'll have to reconvene on one year to the date 
And sure, that'll be sure, sure. our one-year anniversary. I mean, you learn more as time goes by, without a doubt. That will be our one-year anniversary episode. <laughs> I'm going to mark this right now. Do it. Do it. We'll, we'll rewatch this episode, and then we'll do the episode. Yes. But I think that to close it up on my point, uh, we can go ahead and close on yours as well. Started from the beginning. I think that vehicles are, uh, are, probably, <laughs> are probably heading the right direction you're saying. I don't know if it's the best, though. I feel like we just did not get any progress on this. <laughs> uh, well, I think that we should lean more towards tr- public transportation. I believe uh, so. But I think that there's also like a romantic, a sporty feeling. So you about- do agree, though, that public public transportation is the king oh, yeah. for the future? 100%. Okay. It, it should be, at least, if it wants to work. But okay. I think that there's there should be the option to drive your own vehicle. Why not? Do you think not? so? Yeah, there should be an option. I mean, if public transportation is working properly, then why not drive your own vehicle? Because if it's working properly, like I said, then traffic wouldn't be a problem anyway. Because in most cities, for example, like in Texas, I think public transportation is not a thing at all whatsoever. It's not. I'll be surprised if there's like a... What about Florida? uh, I don't know about Florida. Honestly, I probably isn't either. California? Uh, it works a little better, I know, but it's it still definitely is not. New York. Ooh, see, that's a good one because they have just overpopulation like crazy. So I know that their public their subways work, but they don't work as in like population wise. Okay. And people still, you know, taxis is a big thing, which is cool and all because you're not really using your own vehicle. But I know people walk a lot and stuff like that. Whatever. I think public transportation is the answer. Uh, I just don't think in the United States we found the the right uh, recipe. In Europe, obviously they have. And what about and- for our country? For our country, we should we should look at some sort of European country or city to get our uh, blueprint from. Amsterdam. Uh, I've never been, but probably. probably. It's a beautiful country. I promote anyone to go to Amsterdam. I wish I did, and I hope I do. Uh, as for our own country, um, I think the age of voting... 25. Should be... Well, well, we'll go to you right now. I think the age should align somewhat with the age of being able to be drafted into uh, military service. That's all I'm saying. Whether I'll if you disagree. want to do science, if you want to say, I will agree to disagree. I'm just gonna say that right well, now. Just finish mine. Uh, if you want to say it's 25 uh, to be drafted, then I think 25 to be voting is fine. If you want to say earlier, then earlier. We'll go with that. We'll go with the sciences. We'll go to professionals. Why is it? Look, <laughs> but look before we end the episode. Just tell me why. Why is it that you see that being drafted is the ticket to voting? Because if you aren't able to say who is ruling your country. Because you don't have the cognitive ability to know. Then why fight for your country? Because you can be trained. So why not be trained to vote? Why not have a class in high school? Because you don't have the education. Okay, so let's not, why not have a class in high school or whatever in college? To learn how to vote. Okay, so how do you want to structure education? I'm sorry? How do you want to structure education? We'll get into that <laughs> soon. Uh, structure education, obviously it has to be with unbiasedly. Of course, you'd have to have some sort of... Okay, some... because at this point, we're basing our education off of the kindergarten through 12th grade education. In the United States. In the United States, yes. exactly. So I feel like this needs a continuation of how to base education... In order to um, toss in a class that has some sort of format, advanced cognitive fortitude. Okay, then we're we're moving somewhere. We're getting progress. We're getting progress. And I think that if that's what it comes down to, education. I feel like this needs a part two. There's a part two: education and how to uh, 
Uh, how to better the country. Better the country. How to better um, the utopia country. Okay, let me ask you this. Before we close it, do you think that being drafted or fighting for your country, whether you have the option or not to, has any uh, say or you should have any say whether or not uh, who rules you or who you vote for? You should should be should be there any correlation? Yes, no. yes or no? No correlation as far as... No correlation, but I could because I firmly believe that uh, there are greater powers above you that know what's better for you. Maybe not better for you, but what's better for the greater good. Uh, example? What's better for the greater good. Yeah. What, that, what? I mean, that's all I could really say. That's so vague, though. I, I don't really know how to break it down into a specific example. Yeah. That's but all I could really say I is... I mean, I agree, but I, I don't know what you, what you exactly what you mean. Because, uh, let me try... Look, this might be a poor example. Yeah. But you don't understand what's happening levels above you. Will you ever? And that's the thing. It's what's better for the greater good. Okay. It's not about what you understand. It's about what they understand. Because they, because they see... Uh, I don't want to say the battlefield, but they see the game being played. While you're in the box, they're outside of the box seeing the game being played. I, I see what you're saying, but it's just so vague that you literally never understand what that is. I mean, and see that's the problem of being a pawn. Well, so you're saying you understand <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes? Look, we got to end this. See, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm getting I'm, see, Look, no. I'm not saying I understand what's going on beyond the scenes of where I am right now, but I know for a fact there are some things I will never understand, and that's left to the greater powers that be. I agree. Whether the people that inhabit those seats that have access to the powers yeah. who are calling the shots, I'm not saying I agree with them, but there are definitely situations and scenarios and events that are happening that... I don't have the... So even um, at the age of 26, you're saying that there's things that you don't understand that maybe you may want to understand before you go into war. No, 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 no. I'm saying that there are some things that are secret. Yes. That something should maintain secrecy. Mm. That uh, as it trickles down, that um, the people... It's kind of like the telephone game in a way. Okay. Um, basically, what's happening? What's happening at the top secret level? So at at that formula, then you'll really never understand what's really going on. People will never truly understand. Okay. What's so one really going on? Then. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Because that is where full mental capacity you're just, really so you're starts. About science. Then you're, you're you're just basing that on science, correct? Yeah. Okay. So then maybe I don't know. I think you see. I see what you're saying. Look, I guess we just have to agree to disagree yeah. because I don't think we're going to come to a true agreement yeah, here. So that's a tough one. That's a that's a good question. I, like I said, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come to a part two on this. I'm yeah. sure that'll come in due time. But at this point, I just don't see us agreeing. Yeah, uh, let us know what you think. What the age of voting is? Please let us know um, because at this point, I want to hear who's uh, for my viewpoint and I want to hear who's for uh, um, a sales viewpoint. Please do. I'll, uh, we'll ask our, our closest fans uh, to see what they think. Um, all right. Well, fellas and gentlemen and women and beautiful human beings. And everyone we, in between. And, and uglies as well. Uh, <laughs> none of our fans are ugly, though. I'll give you that. That's, that's 100% true. I know for a fact. I Sean can and agree I with agree that. on that. I can agree with if that. If we're going to agree on something tonight, is that none yeah. of our fans are <laughs> ugly. Uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. 
and sticking along. This has been a, probably our longest longest episode thus far. Two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Oh, shoot. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was timing it, but I didn't get that. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, good night. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon, depending on where you're listening to. Yes. Uh, y'all are amazing. I appreciate y'all. Uh, stay tuned for next episode. We and have. If you're joining us with the beer, cheers to you. Yeah. Or a Capri Sun. Or a Capri Sun, whatever it is. So we are going to push back an episode that we had talked about last, last episode about something being spicy. We are still aware of that. We were just pushing it back a couple episodes uh, for uh, some reason. And uh, well, you'll see it very soon, very, very soon. And it's going to be one you're going to tune into for sure. Uh, nevertheless, uh, thanks so much. Uh, happy holidays. If you celebrate and happy uh, week. Good luck. Love you. Excellent. Yes. Let's talk out. Let's talk out.